VIP. Let's kick it. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle Dance, crush the speaker that booms I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom Deadly, when I play a dope melody Anything less than the best is a felony Love it or leave it, you better gain weight You better hit bullseye, the kid don't play If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it Continue to A1A. Girls were hot, wearing less than bikinis. Rock men lovers, driving Lamborghinis. Jealous, cause I'm out getting mine. Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine. Ready for the chumps on the wall. The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball. Gunshots ranged out like a bell. I grabbed my nine, all I heard was shells. Falling on the concrete real fast. Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas. Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked. Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They passed me up, could run it all the dope beans. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it.
want shady, I'm chopped liver. Well, if you want shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of weed mixed with some hard liquor, some vodka that'll jumpstart my heart quicker than a shock when I get shocked at the hospital by the doctor when I'm not cooperating. When I'm rocking the table while he's operating. You waited this long to stop debating, cause I'm back, I'm on the rag and ovulating. I know that you got a job, Miss Cheney, but your husband's heart problem's complicating. So the FCC won't let me be, or let me be me, so let me see. They try to shut me down on MTV, but it feels so empty without me. So come on and dip, come on your lips, fuck that, come on your lips, and some on your tits and get ready. Cause this shit's about to get heavy, I just settled all my lawsuits. Fuck you, Debbie! Now this looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, cause we need a little controversy. Start feeling like prisoners helpless Till someone comes along on a mission and yells Bitch! A visionary, vision is scary Can start a revolution, polluting the airwaves A rebel, notice let me revel in asking the fact that I got everyone kissing my ass And it's a disaster, such a catastrophe For you to see so damn much of my ass You ask for me, well I'm back Fix your minutes and I'm tuning in And I'm gonna enter in and up under your skin Like a splinter, the center of attention Back for the winner, I'm interesting The best things in wrestling, investing In your kids' ears and nesting Someone mentions me, here's my ten cents My two cents is free, a nuisance Who sent? You sent for me? Now this looks like a job for me So everybody just follow me Cause we need a little controversy Cause it feels so empty without me I said this looks like a job for me So everybody just follow me Cause we need a little controversy Cause it feels so empty without me I just get a tasket, I go tit for tat with Anybody who's talking this shit, that shit Chris Kirkpatrick, you can get your ass kicked Worse than the middle Ever since Prince turned himself into a symbol But sometimes the shit just seems Everybody only wants to discuss me So this must mean I'm disgusting But it's just me, I'm just obscene yeah. So I'm not the first king of controversy I am the worst thing since Elvis Presley To do black music so selfishly And use it to get myself wealthy hey. There's a concept that works 20 million other white rappers emerge But no matter how many fish in the sea It'll be so empty without me Now this looks like a job for me
State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. You should be a monster. You should be ruthlessly ambitious and then learn how to control it. And it's that old expression. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Damn, that's a great expression. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of That's Right, You Guessed It, The Arnie State Show. Hope that y'all are having a good Thursday morning. Look, we've made it to Thursday. We've, we've braved through the blizzards of Monday and Tuesday. Yesterday, things started to thaw out, and today we have Thursday. We have Joe Murphy today, best dressed at the Emmys, according to Joe Murphy, along with all kinds of other stuff. Look, I am going to address the Dallas Cowboys situation with Joe Murphy today because we have so much on the plate this morning. I mean... Oh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, yesterday I put up a meme saying, uh-oh, Chongo. I don't know if y'all are old enough to remember a show called Danger Island. A young, strapping Jan Michael Vincent was the star. They, they played it during, like, the uh, Banana Splits TV show. Now, now, if that's too old for you, and I know y'all motherfuckers seen this, Chongo was just like this weird fucking creature that lived in the jungle. And uh, he only spoke spoke in uh, bird talk and bird calls. (laughs) That's how he talked, right? (laughs) Fucking awesome character, right? Now, now he was like the cooler version because he wore this vest and these loose-fitting like pirate pants. And and he he, he looked like he was from the Caribbean somewhere, but he only talked bird. Now, see, it, it, I, he's the equivalent of... Chaka. You remember Chaka from Land of the Lost? The little half-boy, half-whatever-the-fuck-he-was? Whatever some dinosaur man fuck? And he would go up to Marshall, Will, and Holly, and he, he'd, like, you know, look out for him. And even the Slee Stack. See, see, this is what I think. If I have to do my druthers... I would say that that Chaka. At best, autistic, possibly every form of retardation. Because even the slee stacks, the slee stacks that were walking lizard people, the slee stacks didn't even fuck with Chaka. They're like, we ain't gonna mess with him. He rides on the small dinosaur. That was funny. That was a good one that came right to me. The small dinosaur. <laughs> Sometimes I get myself, people. Uh, so so Chongo, Chongo was the guy, like, if they were in trouble and they, they couldn't find him, they would just yell, Chongo! Oh, <laughs> now, see, Chongo was not a good a strategician because he would start doing all that gibberish and they would give up his his location to the enemy. But you only called out Uh-Oh Chongo when something was going down. Well, we got another listener uh, mail from the cheater. That, that, that's right. We got another listener mail from the cheater. And we are going to get to it immediately. 
I'm going to try to say good mornings this morning as fast as I can. If I just play your sound effect, know that I'm thinking about you and that I love you dearly. Keyless Chuck. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Uh, good morning, ass family. Grace Doctor in St. Arnie States. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Watch Arnie on Twitch. Yes, watch my Twitch feed. Hey, good morning, Twitch. You saw me uh, rapping along with my ode to the white rapping community. From Vanilla Ice to the Beastie Boys... To, of course, Eminem. So, good morning, and I hope you enjoyed that. Ralphie! Like a you have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday or Thursday. Today's Thursday, Ralphie. It's not Wednesday. Yesterday was hump day. Pammy! Hey, cowboy. Hey! You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous. Good morning to you, yeah. my main men, Colin and Jameson! Morning, all, Nihilus Joker. I will have a walk-up for you tomorrow. I promise you that, my friend. Good morning to you, hockey player. <laughs> Justin, I sent you a text this morning of a video. <laughs> it's very funny. I laugh my ass off. And it, it, I, I hope he puts it up. I'm going to check here a little bit if he put it up. It's just funny. It's just funny. I mean, you just watch it and you go, okay, that's pretty funny. Uh, but good morning to you, hockey player. I hope you're doing good. Uh, boat girl. Look, I, I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but she's nothing but a common street hole. I didn't so. even see you on Christmas, but good morning, ass family. Now, now we also have a, a, an awesome listener mail here uh, from Boat Girl. And, and, and you know what? Uh, let, uh, we can't get to it yet. Well, hold on a second, Boat Girl. We'll get to it here in just a second. Let me try to get through more of these good mornings because I know there's a bunch of people here because everybody's excited to hear about the cheating guy again. Donald! Day's never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you are doing well today. Uh, House of Pain? So, hope Mike McCarthy gets long-term gout. It's really sad what the Cowboys have become. Uh, that, 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 don't get ahead of me. I have to wait until Joe's here. Because I almost exploded. Uh, Chuck says, Love Vanilla Ice, my go-to karaoke song. Good, fantastic choice there. Uh, Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy sloppy Joe day indeed. Nitro. Welcome to Nitro. Top of the morning to you. Chuck says, Ralphie is suffering from the teacher confusion this week. Being off Monday throws you off by a day. Okay. Uh, the good Darren is in the house. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Well, happy Joe Murphy Day to you. There she is. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only, bratty kid is in the house. He's returned. I am not. Please stop telling people that. Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex. Wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss stealing, Woo! wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Says good morning, my brother. Good morning. Hey, uh, I saw there's a couple more guys talking. Man, I feel bad for Warbird. As much as I want to glow, I, he's a Niner fan, so I can't feel that bad for him. But man, oh man, Alabama's getting decimated in the transfer portal. And they're all coming to Texas. Holy Jesus. Exactly. A jelly donut. Gibby says, good morning, ass family. 
Uh, Joe, here it came out. The government told banks to flag sales of anything Trump, MAGA, Bibles, and Bass Pro Shops. Crazy world these days. I did not hear that yet. I'll have to look that one up. That's insanity. Douglas. Screw your freedom. Says, uh, happy Friday Eve, my ass compadres. Chuck says, I'm mesmerized by the awesome chair dancing. I could have been a solid gold dancer if they would have only used chairs. I mean, think I could have been the Danny Terrio of the 70s. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? I am so talking older than most of you right now. Says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Hell yeah, some Eminem. Let's get the day started. Gold in the house. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Happy Sloppy Joe Thursday, assholes and Arnie. Well, good morning to you, my friend, Christopher. Christopher. Christopher, I love you very much. I said my piece, Chrissy. Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Uh, it says, guess who's back, backpack, it's Arnie's back, tell a friend, 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 very good. Niles Joker says, fucking digging the opening tunes, rap day. Yes, I, I decided to, to, to pay a tribute to all my white rapping compadres out there. Mr. J. Morning, ass family, happy Joe Murphy Day. We'll write back to you. King Steve. Good morning to you, buddy. Will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Old school. I love it. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Uh, morning all back. Road driving after a decent snowstorm will make you butthole pucker. <laughs> if I partook in the herb, this would be the time for it. Oh, I can imagine. I hated driving in the snow. Man, when I lived in Nevada and I would have to, or, or if I lived in Sacramento and I was going to see Dad, oh, boy, I hated it. I hated driving in the snow. Oh, I could, because I'm not used to it. All you people that drive in the snow and drive in the ice, y'all do a fine job of it. I don't know what to do. I'm doing it, so I try to stay out of it for the most part. Steve Fist. Good morning, ass. So I must confess, while waiting for the show, I tuned into that other show for the first time in probably nine months. Did you, did, did, did they say something awful like this? You know what nobody ever talks about with drunk driving? How fun it is. Like a video game. Uh... Um, they had to be one of the most embarrassing 30 minutes I've listened to. Literally had bitter beer face the whole time. Oh, well, I won't lose sleep over that shit. No, you, and, and, and you really shouldn't. You really shouldn't. I mean, uh, Bradster. Says, morning, Biggin. And as family, well, good morning to you, Christine. Good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Good morning to you. Hopefully you're keeping those boys with Victor. You better be helping your mama keep them boys in line while Fred's away. Boy, I hope that I hope a hog hasn't gotten to Fred yet in Arkansas. Oh man, that would be terrible. Sanchez family. Free at last! Free at last! Thank God Almighty! We are free at last! Ahoy to you, my friend. Uh, Sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. 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 Says morning ass folks. Good morning, XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. Had 10 days off. Now another 15-hour day with the Kings game tonight. Damn it, LOL. V Coop in the hizzy faux shizzy. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy Jill Murphy Day. I'm going to guess the worst dress will all have a darker skin you.
<laughs> Ralphie says, whoa, it's Thursday? That's awesome. My week just got shorter. I thought it was Wednesday. See? Yeah, you got that teacher thing. There you go. Safety guy. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Good morning to you. Scott's in the house. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Safety guy says, happy Joe Kaniga Murphy Day. Uh, Panda, good morning, my friend. Oh, I love trash. Good morning, ass family. We're on the road in Vegas bound. Well, fucking fantastic. Riding the small dinosaur. Got a nude saying. There you go. Yeah, please take that. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your head. Oh, Steph is in the house. Good morning to you. I promise I will not disappoint Bobby. It's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. Says, good morning. Breaking news out of Dallas yesterday is good news for the rest of the NFC. Yeah, it sucks dick for being here in Dallas. Devastator. Shocking. Uh, says, morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Pocket players checking out the video. Swoosh, good morning, my friend. Uh, heart doctor today. They're wasting my time. No stress test. Just checked out to determine they need to do a stress test after my doc sent a referral for a stress test. Will you sing again? I will be singing. Uh, Ralphie says, have fun, Panda. Uh, King Steve says, the fucking cheater, is he blaming his wife now? Uh, yes, the cheater story is entertaining, especially Tyler. Good morning, my friend. They turned me loose in the nervous hospital. Said I was well. Mm-hmm. Morning, ass family. Looking forward to the update on the hilarious phone calls that follow. Douglas says, go, pack, go. Uh, I love how my walk-in is the very fascist, Elmo. Uh, Alicia, good morning to you. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company dime. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, baby. Alicia, good morning. Sassy Pammy says, uh, Danny Terrio taught Travolta how to dance. Well, who do you think taught uh, Danny Terrio? Hello? And did you know that Patrick Swayze taught John Travolta how to dance for Urban Cowboy? True story. Battleborn! If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn sent me a video that we're going to play during the Joe Murphy segment yesterday. It, it is so fucking delicious. It's, it's one of the most delicious clips I've ever gotten on the show. Oh, man. Updated. Fantastic. I'm glad. Okay, so go to ArnieRadio.com. And check out today's video. <laughs> it's so funny. I just, I just laugh. There he is. Hook him. Good morning to you. Morning, ass. Almost Friday. A tea for transfer. Good God, the Longhorns are so loaded next year. Holy shit! It might be worth spending the money to go to the Oklahoma game. Just to see how bad they beat the Sooners. Oh, Lord. Hell, I might want to go to the fucking Aggie game. Just to see them put fucking 70 up on the Ags. Oh, I can't wait. Anyone who turns on that show for anything should punch their own dick for acting stupid. Is that other show even on? They seem to cancel and play best ofs all the time. B. Coop Central always cracks me up. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Uh, good morning, ass family. Alicia paid for the entire seat, but she only needs the edge for cheater updates. Oh, boy, and here we go. Now, now, first of all, let me read. Uh, let, let's get the mail segment all set up here. 
Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sing second. Uh, there we go. Uh, but first. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. By the way, Listener Mail is brought to you every time we do it by JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, oh, boy. I, I, I don't really have anything made up. I, I, I just heard a, a rumor recently that there's been a large container of gerbils that have gone missing in the northern Nevada, northern California area. And they, they, they were stolen in a big truck, and it just said the rest on there. So that's who I'm thinking it is. And I can't I imagine what they're going to do to those senior trans people. Something that my friend Jesse at JS4s would never do, hijack a truck. No, he wouldn't do that. And, 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 and do those weird things with trans seniors? Never. He just wants to put in great floors. So give him a call at 775-267-4123. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, our first one is from Boat Girl. Now, yesterday I had a little emotional breakdown on the show. And I'm not going to apologize for it. It's just who I am. I was talking on the fact that I got a listener mail asking if my sisters were actually dead because I do say uh, that they are dead to me. And I told you the story why. So, uh, Boat Girl wrote, says, I was listening today and was heartbroken when you told the story of why your sisters are dead to you, and I agree they don't deserve to be your sisters. Being jealous is one thing, but that was just vindictive. What they did was they, they uh, got a plot at Jefferson Barracks uh, National Cemetery in St. Louis, and they buried my father's ashes without inviting me. Uh, I've never met you, but have been listening to you since the old days with that other station. I feel like you're a genuine person and says it the way it is and true to who you are. I know this won't fix anything, but I just wanted to say I would be proud to call you my brother. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. Uh, You're a great person. I'm glad to have found you again. Thanks for making my days great again, AIG. I would have said this yesterday, but I was driving and didn't want to be irresponsible. Look at that. Ask family members being responsible drivers. Thank God. Uh, that's, uh, that's really awesome, Boat Girl. Thank you so much for saying that. that, that I, I read that this morning, and it just made my morning. So thank you very, very much for that. Uh, Donald says, I found you going on two years, and I've never been back to the other shit show since. Good. Sharing genetics doesn't entitle you to your family. Have a gift of your presence. Amen to that. And now it's that time. Now, I, I, I'm doing this one because uh, this song, because this is truly my favorite one. And I'm going to do it in the new order, and I did not do at the end of the year last year. But here you go. Scabs a drunk, sloppy drunk, he no Yeah. 
I'm 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 just in tears. That song has never been better. Bing Crosby, Frank Sinatra, Elvis, bring it. Wow. <clears throat> now it's time for an update on the cheater. Again, I will not use the cheater's name. Let me get everything all set up here. <sighs> Hello again, Arnie. I'd like to say thank you again for reading my email. A few final updates from my situation. My wife has moved out of our house, but we are still talking. I failed to mention to everyone that I never told her about the molestation I endured as a child. My stepfather was not a kind individual. It went on for six years. I think some of your listeners don't understand the trauma this causes. I literally think about it every single day of my life. I've thought about killing myself a number of times just to make the thoughts go away. Of course, my soon-to-be ex-wife was upset with me for not letting her in on that, but has recently offered to help me seek counseling and get through this. She has told me that we'll probably never be together again, but she wants to help me through this. That's how amazing this woman is, and I feel I will regret messing this up for the rest of my life. I will begin attending my counseling sessions next week. Thank you again for all the help. And I thank those listeners that offered solid advice instead of just ripping me apart. Alicia. I'm sorry, I added that part in. I've also started to speak to God. I'm singing for Jesus. Attending church services for the past three days, including a few hours and visiting with the priest. I don't know how, but I feel this has already begun to help me. I do understand most of your listeners are not pulling for me, but I do want to change, and I do want to be a good person, and I do not want to be a cheater anymore. I believe I'm on my way to the goal. Thank you again, Arnie. Now, I'm already starting to look over and see some of the responses. Um, let's see. Um, B. Coop says, attention whore. Uh, Alicia says, ooh, why is she even wasting her time talking to you? Kale says, my wife was molested, but she's never cheated. Just a fucking excuse. Fuck this guy. All right, Kale. Alicia says, oh, shut the fuck up. And then she's laughing. B. Coop says, what did the cheater's dad say when the cheater asked if jacking off gave him muscles? He said, don't stop. I'm coming. <laughs> Gold says, that's a damn good start. Good for you, man. Hope it all works out and you get the help you need. I'm pulling for you. Yeah, that'll help with your shitty behavior, Alicia says. Sanchez family says, always a cheater. King Steve says, I don't know whether to hug this guy or beat the fuck out of him. I'm proud of you, letter writer, for getting counseling. It's a step in the right direction. And uh, Alicia says, exactly, Kale. Uh, All right, to the letter writer. Let's go. Let me, I, I, I will start to address this. Um, I'm glad that you told your soon-to-be ex-wife that you were molested. I think I'm not going to go out and tell people when they should tell other people that they're molested. 
Sassy Pammy says, oh, for fuck's sake. Steph says, nothing like going to the hub of molestation for some help. She's, she's meaning the church, of course. <laughs> Stink fist, while you're at it, punch this man in his dick, too. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you told her. You, you've, you've come clean, and a lot of cheaters can't ever say that. Uh, but you've come clean to her. At least you've been as honest with her as you've been with me. About this, and now you're seeking counseling, which I, which, which was the main idea of the last letter, was that you got to go out and talk to somebody about this and get this, get this out there and deal with it. And and it, and, and here's the thing: once again, I'm never going to tell people who were molested because, knock on wood, I was not molested. Um, I'm not going to tell them when they got to get over it. It's like telling somebody, get over somebody's death. Everybody grieves differently. Everybody reacts differently. Now, I'm not saying that that's an excuse for cheating whatsoever. Not at all. There is no excuse for cheating. Cheater, you will always be a cheater. And by the way, yes, you will regret this for the rest of your life. You will look back on this and go, what the fuck was I thinking? And rightfully so. You see, this is what I like to talk about when it comes to winning and losing and failing and passing. Cheater, you failed. You failed beyond failure with this relationship. And the only thing that that you've done in the past is fail. You fail every single fucking time. And why? Because you don't learn anything from it. People who continue to fail and not grow from it will always be failures. You say that you thought about killing yourself. Well, I've got your email, and I've already sent it to a couple counselor friends of mine, and they're going to do some checking and some looking, and they're going to keep an eye on you. And they're going to report back to me. And if you stop going, I'm not going to say you have to go, but but if you think about that, that whole checking out, I'll do a wellness check on you. Because I am somebody who did try to kill himself. And <laughs> just kill yourself and help with overpopulation. Uh, let's see, there's been a guy that's been talking to... Uh, to your uh, now ex for three months, and he thinks he's moving too fast. Dude is cheating on his wife with a dude. He likes dick. I don't know where that come from, but... So... Letter writer, you're a cheater. And that means you're a failure. Because you didn't learn anything from it. Hopefully, this is the time that you start to learn from it. And if you don't, you'll continue to be a failure. You'll continue to be down on yourself. You'll continue to live a rotten existence. Do you want to live a rotten existence? In all seriousness, Ryder, do not let your soon-to-be ex-wife help you with this. By doing so, you're making your problems bigger than hers. She has a husband who cheated on her and is going through a divorce. Take some responsibility and do something for yourself. Let her go. It's not fair. Well, he says, I don't believe him for a goddamn minute. 
Let me talk about how I've been a cheater all these years and then cheat on my wife. Gets pounced on by most of us, but then decides to sprinkle in, oh, I was molested song. <laughs> Fuck you. Alicia, once again, with, with the, the, the wisdom. Look, I'm glad you're attending counseling. I'm glad you're talking to somebody. You've, you've gone to the church, Jalapena, uh, to try to work this out. And I couldn't agree more with Steph right there. This lady is way too good for you. If she's willing to, to help you walk through the steps like that, nuh-uh. No, that's you being selfish. See, see Larry, this is, this is one of those parts of the failure you got to learn from. She's gone. She's gone because she has to deal with this now. She's married to you, and she didn't even know you. I want you to think about that. She didn't even know you. And like I said, it's up to you when you come out about your molestation, but I, I would think that if you're willing to share your life with somebody, you're pretty much going to tell them everything. Uh, does anyone else think he's trolling us? I don't know. Uh, yeah, that'll help so much. Just get on with your cheating ass self. We know it won't last. Good, you're seeking help, but you'll always need to start by telling women you're a serial cheater and that was molested as a kid. Otherwise, you're a liar and a cheater. Don't have to lie to kick it, listener. Uh, you are a part of the cool kids table now that you're banned. Hey, Mr. Cheater, get the help you need or we'll sick Joey Greco on your ass. <laughs> oh. oh, I believe this is Alicia. Alicia, is that you? Oh, you know it is. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay, so you keep throwing in, oh, I was molested. Okay, so you hurt some poor woman and you want us to feel bad for you? Mm-hmm. Like this is the same type of person that that says, "Oh, that they their uh, their kid was molested by them, but it's because they were molested." Like, I'm sorry, are we supposed to feel? Who the fuck are we supposed to feel bad for? Mm-hmm. See, yeah, they, you, you're right. I, See, this is what I talk about the whole learning thing, and and it, it it goes down everywhere. If you were oppressed growing up, and then you can become one that oppresses, well, you haven't learned anything. Exactly. Didn't it fuck you up being molested, and now you're going to do this, and now you're going to fuck somebody else up? Unbelievable. Yeah. No, I just, you know what? You know what, letter writer? Le- just like Steph said, leave your wife alone. Mm-hmm. Do not even talk to her. Leave her the fuck alone. Let her go and process all the shit that you put her through, that you, you, you son of a bitch, you piece of shit motherfucker, you did that to her. Let her deal with this in her own way. Leave her the fuck alone. Okay. Oh, and um, I hope you get herpes and your dick falls off. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Alicia. <laughs> Steph says, I think Alicia Braddy and I should start a podcast. Oh, my God. Oh. The screen. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> it's just a bloody red screen. That's all it is. Oh, that would be an angry podcast. This is E.C. Gary Jr. He probably touches kids, too. Stackar, good morning, my friend. He says, Alicia, tell us how you really feel.
Oh, man. King Steve, this woman sounds like a saint. He deserves everything he gets. Fuck yes, Alicia. He's just explaining what happened to him. He had severe trauma happen to him when he was still developing. He knows he needs help. Damn, she's a savage. Oh, yeah. Just Look. <clears throat> You're getting the help you need. Leave this poor one. Oh, it, here's the other part of the duo of this new podcast. Yes, good morning, Braddy. Hey, so, I mean, I said from the get-go, I feel like this letter is a fake. And I just want to say, like, when I went through my trauma, like, you were there for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that the person who is a fake writing these letters, because I think it's fake, um, is not really a friend of yours. Because why would they put in this letter that they're going to kill themselves? To touch on your heart? And make you feel bad for them? I, but well, now that I, puts you in a place. I appreciate you saying you think it's fake. I'm not sure yet. I mean, I, it, look, look, we're just good. When people write me, I give them advice. That's all That's all. I get is. that, and, and I'm glad that you reached out to some people to investigate this further. And I, and I, I hope that it's not fake. I hope that this person is really getting help. But if it turns out to be fake, I feel bad for you. All right. <laughs> uh, call it the ass chicks. Oh, that you know what? Hey, that that's not a half bad name for the show. The ass chicks. <laughs> Thank you, uh, I root for Yolo. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. <laughs> one of the best singers. One of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. Uh, Alicia has a subtle way of putting things. Straight fire, Alicia. Buckets is .35 trolling hard. Nihilist Joker says everyone lies. Calm down. All you perfect people are hilarious. They aren't saying they're perfect. They're just saying they aren't cheaters. They aren't saying they're perfect. They ain't saying they don't lie. They, they aren't saying any of this. This guy cheated. And then he has excuses for the cheating. The cheating is the main thing here. It doesn't matter about his molestation. It doesn't, that, 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 that plays into a sure. But the focus is he cheated. He admitted he cheated. And I, if I started a relationship with somebody and they said, look, I, I've been known to cheat on people in my relationship, I would end the relationship right there. Because, yes, I believe that perception is reality and once a cheater, always a cheater. I've seen it happen to me. I've dated people that, that have started with the, I, I, I was a serial cheater. I'm not going to cheat on you, though. And what do they do? They cheat. I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt. I was wrong. And, see, I failed. I look at that as a failure on my part. I know that everybody can say, no, no, they cheated on you, but see, I failed. So I learned from it. So if you ever start a sentence with me, if we start, oh, I, I, I've cheated a few times, I'm done. I'm not even staying for the song and dance. I'm done. Why? Self-preservation. Being cheated on fucking hurts. The end. A uh, person is an attention-seeking piece of shit. I don't know. Doctors like Arnie have to follow the Hippocratic Oath. Goodness, I hope no one ever goes for help from Alicia. I guess making me not a cheater means I'm perfect. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Do you think this letter is from Scat? No. 
Uh, I have married men in my DMs. Must be because I'm perfect. Uh, we're all family, remember? I heard this from Dr. Drew or Phil. If they will do it with you, they will do it to you. That's a great triple T. See, triple T, this is, triple T, this is why. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. And on this show, you can never go wrong quoting the TV doctors. Uh, I'm perfect. I don't have time for one man, let alone two. No, no. It's not about, look, it's about being true to who you are. This guy, right now, he's a cheater. He's always been a cheater, and he's got a a whole bunch of stuff chiseled out in his DNA that's leading him down that path. He thinks because his dad was a cheater, his sister's a cheater, and his brother's a cheater that he's got to cheat. Now, until he fixes that, he's always going to be a cheater. Until he can be in a relationship with somebody and be in there one-on-one for the get-go. I'm not saying they got to get married. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying any of that. Just don't cheat on your next relationship. And by the way, you shouldn't be in a relationship for quite some time because you need to be alone. You need to figure out some things about yourself. Pammy says, I fucking hate cheaters. Go fuck yourself. Safety guy says, classy family. I know someone that cheated on somebody that they love, that person... That they love stayed with them. It's hard to give respect to a cheater, but some cheaters do learn their lesson and some don't. Okay. You lost me. It's your fault you trusted someone who cheated on you. What the fuck? Uh, Don't commit to a monogamous relationship. I Wait, wait a second. You lost me. It's your... Yes, I, I look at it as a personal failure on my part because... I do believe that if you're willing to cheat on somebody else, you're going to probably cheat on me. Just the way it is. But I still, I, I, Arnie, got in that relationship. Now, see, this letter writer never told his ex-wife this stuff, or soon-to-be ex-wife this stuff. If you were to tell somebody, yeah, I'm a cheater, and that person gets in bed with you, and they get in a relationship with you, and you cheat, they're still the cheater, but you failed. You should have known. Your gut, in, in, in my case, my gut told me, no, don't do this. But I still did it. And what happened? I got hurt. That's my failure. So I have to move on. And by the way, here's another little caveat. If you're a person that is in a relationship with somebody and they are currently cheating on the person they're with, with you, That will never be a relationship because if they are willing to do that with you, like Dr. Phil and Dr. Triple T said, they're willing to do it to you. Believe me, I know. So letter writer, get this help that you need. Hopefully you can figure things out and have a a, a, a life that you don't have to hide secrets anymore, that you don't have to hide who you are anymore. Because those are all things that you did to your ex. She never knew you. That might be one of the things that hurts her even more than the cheating. That she gave her entire self to you and is continuing to do so 
even after you crush her. And you weren't willing to do that for her. Uh, the family argument, another one of my favorites. Letter writer, also get some thicker skin, you bitch. Uh, I don't know, I think it's circumstantial in some relationship. A buddy of mine was being cheated on, and he thought it so like an idiot, went out and cheated. When he should have just caught her with proof and left. Yeah, she was cheating on him. Both were dumb at that point in their lives. He's happily married now and has never cheated on his wife. Yes, I know for sure. There you go. <laughs> Jokes on you guys. Letters are from Alicia. <laughs> Just kidding. All butthurt over people shitting for you. Uh, piece of shit you are. Uh, when I was in my 20s, I met this girl in college. We started messing around, and one day I called her, and her fiance's mother answered the phone. Needless to say, we never became a couple, and that marriage didn't last. Shocking. Shocking that marriage didn't last. Shocking. So there you go. There's your update from the cheater and cheater island, and we'll see if that goes anywhere from here. Now, we've still got some time before Joe Murphy gets here. I got some stories for you. Very lighthearted today. Uh, t- today and tomorrow are going to be kind of lighthearted shows. I-, I might have a couple of things here. Um, well, actually, the last story of this break is kind of kind of rough, and we'll have to talk a little bit about it. Uh, but the first one, uh, Justin Trudeau. That the, the 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 queef that runs Canada, Justin Pierre Trudeau says that if Donald Trump is winning in 24, it will be a step back in time. What, kind of like wearing blackface? I mean, is it that far of a step behind is wearing black, being caught wearing blackface at least three to five times? Their prime minister... Uh, back when America was great. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says he'll be a step back. His remarks come just days after a new poll. 70% of Canadians disapprove of Trudeau and is fighting for his own political future. You have numbers lower than fucking Joe Biden? Joe Biden at least has 31% approval rating. Canada is saying 30% approval rating? Why are we listening to this guy? Why do we listen to anybody from Canada? It's Canada, for God's sake. The only person I'm going to ever listen to from Canada is either Wayne Gretzky or Ryan Reynolds, but only as Deadpool. Hey, you want to grab a Molson? Oh, let's go and go do some moose tipping. I would embrace a step back. We're going the wrong fucking direction. Amen. Ralphie says, good. The world was better off six or seven years ago. Trump never did blackface. No, no, he didn't. No, no, he didn't. But but Justin Trudeau did, and they elected him. Don't forget John. Well, John Candy's dead, Mage. I appreciate that. I mean, Mage, you might not know this. The white man does not live as long as your people. I know like you American, and all you American look alike. <laughs> Trudeau and Biden need to go skydiving. By the way, the end of the show today, Mage, oh, boy, am I going to get a lot of Asian slurs going today. I'm just warning you. Rick Moranis, no, he can stay in Canada. 
this after a study just came out that dropped Canadians' life expectancy three to five years, keeping those t- taking those vaccines. Well, Canada also uh, buckets. Canada lets you kill yourself up there. We have people that go from America to Canada so they can get euthanasia. No, 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 it's not a weird trafficking site. They're not kids from Thailand coming over. Euthanasia is when they let you kill yourself. Remember the story that was about a year ago because they started running this out uh, that this fat homeless guy, which that should be an oxymoron, a fat homeless guy. How are you a fat homeless guy? I mean, honestly, for me, that is the only attractive part or of heroin or homelessness is the weight loss. But see, then I remember heroin, no. Philip Seymour Hoffman, he was fat, heroin junkie, no. I got to go crack. Look, I've already lost all my damn teeth, so I might as well start smoking crack if I want to lose weight. His 30% is the Baldwin family. Uh, so does Oregon. Okay, Oregon does it too. But but Canada does it like they, they saw this guy on the street and they said, oh, you're homeless and you're fat, eh? Well, do you want to kill yourself? He's like, yeah. And they allowed that to happen. He didn't have a disease. He didn't, he didn't have like terminal cancer, uh, you know, of the butthole. I sent you a, 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 speaking of Canada, I sent you a pre-fight interview of Sean Strickland fucking golden. See, there are some Canadians, there are some provinces in, 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 in Canada that got some tough people that want to be Americans, but they're stuck in Canada, like that Sean Strickland. Uh, you can't post security cam videos online because it may violate the thieves' rights. Exactly. That The, the country's fucked up, man. I mean... It's really sad when you when you roll into Canada. If you ever cross that border, uh, you cross the border and says, "Hey, at least we're not Mexico." Mexico has the same billboard up, but then it says dot dot dot. Oh shit, we are. See, and they 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 get fucked up. You have full approval from your Asian representative. Live free and let the hate flow and drop all the slurs you can, sir. Because like I always say, white is right. Oh, it's good, man. Oh, I, I'm just going to I'm gonna tell you right here and right now. That last story today. Ancient Chinese secret, second, huh? Second to last story. My bad. Second to last story. Um, Sean Strickland is not Canadian. He's full-born American and proud of it. But he was shitting on can. Okay, I'll have to watch it through. Um. Uh, uh, if you had terminal cancer of the butthole, start an OnlyFans page. You have a butthole. So basically, if a Canadian steals an election, you can't use the footage. Exactly. And by the way, this guy should just shut the fuck up. Just shut up. You're the Prime Minister of Canada. Canada. Sure, we like Gretzky. We, we, we like John Candy. We like uh, Molson, I guess. But nothing else. I mean, your poutine is all right. You put brown gravy on fries. It's delicious. I mean, the Wisconsin people got you beat with the cheese curds. And once again, America. I can always take everything to food. I can do that. And, and, and your accents are bothersome. See... 
I love I, I love accents. I love being able. My favorite accent is the Boston accent, and I can't do it as well as I want to because I can't. When they say like Rebecca, I, I still want to know why they put an R on that because they don't pronounce an R in any other word. They pack the car. Unless the R is like roll a rink. Roll a rink. But see, they dropped the second R. Roll a rink. Ah, we're going to go to the uh, roll a rink and have some uh, white claws. Love that accent. I like the New York accent. I, li- I like all these accents except Canada. Canada's accent's just like, ah. Yes, the Prime Minister of Canada, no one cares about your opinion. Moose out front should have told you. Blame Canada. So, yes, yes, Justin Prudeau is not happy. Now, I'm not happy hearing that the Republicans have postponed procedural vote on Hunter Biden's contempt of Congress resolution as they continue to negotiate his closed-door testimony. Rut-row. Rut-row, it's a closed-door testimony? Rut-row. Fucking Hunter Biden not, might not make it to next week. You see, if he was going to be on C-SPAN, he was going to hold shit back. In, in closed chambers, he can say whatever he wants. And boy, is he. Oh, if I'm Joe right now, well, if I'm Joe, I'm incoherent. So it doesn't really matter. Now, this next story is about Hunter Biden, and it's just shocking. Federal prosecutors say a brown leather patch u- pouch used by Hunter Biden to store his illegal gun. had residue of cocainum on it. Prosecutors asked the judge to reject Biden's son's efforts to dismiss gun charges because investigators found cocainum residue on the pouch used to hold his gun. Now, was this his cocaine? Was this his? Cocainum. I'm, I'm just wondering because, you see, a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, there was a pouch of Cocainum. Peruvian gold, booger sugar, white magic. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocainum. Found in the White House. Now you remember, the initial report was, we don't know whose it is. That was the that was the first report. Then we heard it was a, in a part of the White House that nobody goes to because see they had just they recently had big a big state dinner I believe for the uh, the the head chestnut of India I I, I don't know what what, are, what do they call them Grand Poobah of India not sure what they the Prime Minister you know uh, Chief Witch Doctor I'm I'm not I'm not sure they just had this big old state dinner Hunter was there. And there was a video of Hunter on the balcony, and he looked like he was coked out of his mind. But when does Hunter Biden not look coked out of his mind? 
Where did I put that? Oh, yeah. Hey, crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? <laughs> um, and then they said, well, uh, you know what? This was cocaine that was left. We did a big remodel on this part of the White House. And it's probably left by a worker. Now, I'm here to tell you something. <clears throat> As a, a I'm never going to be fully recovered, but as a recovering alcoholic and uh, and, and drug user, especially the drug part, you don't leave shit behind, okay? Anybody who does drugs does not leave them behind, okay? Your first, second, and third thoughts of every day are, where are my drugs? Where are my drugs? Where can I get more drugs? And if you're on the cocaine, the booger sugar, devil's dandruff, if you will, you're not going to just leave it behind, especially if you're a blue-collar worker. So then they came out and they said, well, the Secret Service has figured out whose cocaine it is. But they haven't told anybody. That's where we stand now. They know whose cocaine it is. They're just being shh about it. Uh, I think public servants should get drug tested. That's not a bad idea. Well, Hunter wouldn't get drug tested because he's not a public servant. He would never run. Jesus. Where's your Adele song? I, I, I didn't know that you wanted an Adele song. Where did you mention it somewhere in here? Did I miss it? Did I just read over it? Keep going. Hello. It's me. I was wondering God almighty, you should get on the cocaine. Peruvian marching powder users don't have presidential money, don't leave product around, yeah. Can't blame others for this cocaine So, his illegal gun bag has illegal cocaine all over it. Once again, in this family... Shocking. I, I, you know, if they test that, I bet you they will find the DNA of underage girls on there, too. There's probably a secret map invested into the gun pouch sewn in that has every name and every person they fucked on Epstein Island. God, this family. This is... And and here's the part. I think you know what I think. I just I just now figured it out. I just now figured it out. Ass family. Do you know why we're so mad? I'm I'm gonna tell you why we're so mad as a society. It's not because of inflation. Yeah, it sucks. High gas prices. Yeah, it sucks. Trying to get rid of you know air conditioners, shit like that. It sucks. It's all horrible, and we hate it all. But what really chaps our hide, what really sticks in our craw, what really puts a, 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 a gimp in our giddy-up is the fact that we let this family dupe us. This is a family of Jethro's from the Beverly Hillbillies, except they're from Scranton. This is a family of Michael Scott's. Who duped us? (laughs) 
Hopefully Hunter will dip into some of that cocaine I'm laced with fentanyl. We can only hope. He should snort it out the barrel. Uh, tired of the lies like we're stupid. See, and that's, that's the other part. We can't believe that we got out. We got outsmarted as a country voting-wise by the Bidens. The Bidens wouldn't even win on Family Feud. The Joe would never get it out when Steve Harvey came up and say, "Okay, Biden family." <laughs> Only two answers left. The Reagans have exhausted all their strikes. And the number one answer is still available. What are the colors of the United States flag? Blue and white are already up there. And the Biden family is arguing. Magenta, melon, it's green. Yellow, Joe, say something. And Joe would turn to Steve and go, Steve, my, my colored friend, my friend of black heritage. You know, I was black once. And I also invented the black people. So, of course, I'm going to say the other flag uh, color for the red. Uh, <laughs> And he'll say, the other color for the flag, the old red, white, and blue, is black. <laughs> Steve gives him that sideways look. Uh, the other color for the U.S. flag, the Biden say black. Survey says. It goes over the Reagans, and they're all dancing around. They've got the corpse of Ronnie up there. Uh, the other color of the flag, and if you are a complete moron, is, and the number one thing comes up, ding, 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 red. Boy, right there, that is a bit. Saturday Night Live, I'm going to tell you right now, I better not see that on there because that shit's funny. It's almost as funny as the small dinosaur. Almost. Phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. The one and only Joe Murphy coming up next. I hear people talking bad about the way we have to live here in this country. Harping on wars we fight and griping about the way things. And I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things they believe in. When they're running down my country, man, they're walking on the fighting side of me. Yeah, walking on the fighting side of me. Running down the way life I'm fighting and falling down to me. If you don't love it, leave it, let this song I'm singing be a warning. You running down my country, man, you walking on the fight inside me. I read about some squirrely guy who claims he just don't believe in fight and I wonder just how long the rest of us can 
town on being free. They love our milk and honey, but they preach about some other way of living. When they're running down my country horse, they're walking on the fighting side of me. Yeah, walking on the fighting side of me. Running down with life, I'm fighting in a fart that key. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be a warning. When you running down my country, man, you walking on the fighting side of me. Running down with life, I'm fighting in for that key. If you don't love it, leave it. Let this song I'm singing be a warning. When you running down my country, man, you walking on right beside me. Sell my mama short on loving me I guess that's why she let me go so far Mama tried to stop me short of stealing I guess that's why I had to steal that car She told me not to smoke it, but I did And it took me far away And I turned out to be The only hell my mama ever raised Atlanta, stolen tags and almost out of gas. I had to get some money. Lately, I'd learned how to get it fast. Those neon lights was calling me, and somehow I just had to get downtown. So I reached into the glove box. Another liquor store went down. Precious memories Take me back to the good old days Let me hear my mama singing Rock of ages clip for me She tried to turn me on to Jesus But I turned on to the devil's ways And I turned out to be The only hell my mama ever raised But they just clamped them tighter Till that metal bit into my wrists They took my belt and my billfold My fingerprints and the profile of my face And then they locked away The only hell my mama ever raised And I said, precious memories take me back to the good old days let me hear my mama singing rock of ages clip for me she tried to turn me on to jesus but i turned on to the devil's ways 
said it ain't raining back home That your sister's still on the phone That mama's in the kitchen Cooking fried chicken Wishing that I hadn't done wrong Mama, don't you worry about it none though Everything's gonna be all right, Mama They're teaching us a lot of new things in here, Mama Things like There ain't no good in an evil-hearted woman And I ain't cut out to be no Jesse Jane And you don't go writing hot checks down in Mississippi And there ain't no good chain Yesterday's May Wishing that the hay was all made I bet he's wishing We could go fishing Here I am laying in jail Well, Papa, don't you worry about it none now Everything's gonna be all right, Papa They're teaching us a lesson today We're learning pretty well, too We've already learned a whole lot of stuff already Things like there ain't no good in an evil-hearted woman And I ain't cut out to be no Jesse James And you don't go writing hot checks down in Mississippi And there ain't no good change game There ain't no good in an evil-hearted woman And I ain't cut out to be no Jesse James And you don't go writing hot checks down in Seven All right, welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday on a Joe Murphy day. We'll get to Murphy here in just a second. If you missed the first hour of the show, missed an update on the cheater, don't worry. I have not talked about the Dallas Cowboys situation yet. We will talk about it here with Joe. All you got to do is go to the new and improved ArnieRadio.com. If you haven't signed up for membership there and you're like, well, I got a membership on the other site, cancel the other site membership and go and join this one Today, all right, let's dial the phone. Let's call Joe up because, man, we got some breaking news, too, this morning.
Hello. Vaya con Dios, mi amigo. Joe Murphy. Oh, I am here, and I'll tell you what, it has been a busy week. Oh, it, it, well, you know what? Before we get to your busy week, we have breaking news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Announced this morning, country music icon Reba McIntyre will be singing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl. I, you know, I, I think that's a great a great call. Uh, awesome call. That's where she got her start. She sang it at the National Finals Rodeo in like 1971 or two. And you can't go, you cannot go wrong with Reba. You can't go wrong with Dolly. No, uh, both. I, I think the Reba is the perfect choice. She has a residency in Vegas. I, I think it's a good choice. I, I, I'm excited for the national anthem this year. Well, it's, you know, she's pretty nervous. I called her and told her, here's your one chance, Fancy. Okay, don't let me down. <laughs> so, Joe, you had a long week. Why was your week so long, Joe? Oof. Well, this morning, I, this morning I was online before, and that's why the phone rang. I had to get offline. I was on. I was applying for an NBA a coaching job. Oh, okay. Any kind of assistant coaching job or anything. I think now, there's one in Golden uh, State that opened up recently. <laughs> I believe they have some openings. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. on Indeed, you know, Monster, all those. I'm trying to get something going because, you know, I'm a stickler for running mind, you know. Yeah, oh, um, I, I hear you. And then Wednesday, of course, Wednesday I sold my fire Festival tickets to Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. Like they bought my fire Festival tickets. Wow. 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 You're going to the, the second coming of Firefest. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I, no, I didn't want to go. I, I sold them to Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers. They're yeah. going to go. Yeah, I, I, that, that, that's a wonderful odd couple mixture that will be happening at that fantastic event. And then I just on Tuesday I helped Wesley Snipes with his taxes. Oh, see now I know. Now I'm I'm picking up why some celebrities are going down. Right, and then of course Monday we'll get into the Emmys. Monday big day for me uh, at the Emmys. Of course I want to let you know that uh, what I was wearing when I was okay, when yeah. I went to the Emmys. Let, let's get to the Emmy Awards because uh, you texted me on Monday. You had like four screens going at once. There was a phone that was showing something, a computer showing a documentary. You were watching a game. You were watching the Monday Night Football game, and you had the Emmys on. You're, that's multitasking, my friend. You know, it's not easy being me. I know. You know, walk, walk a mile in my uh, uh, Crocs. <laughs> no, no, I've seen those moldy-ass things. I ain't walking there. So, so what did you think of the Emmy Awards on Monday? Oh. From ABC News. Brian Clark. Today, the city. Jesus Christ. I, I was supposed to do the ABC News break, but they. Expected a Shut up! Yeah, yeah. They're, right, they're, 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 they're yeah, that's really ridiculous. Uh, you know, so media, as you can as you can see, I, you know, I'm always, you know, I've got my finger on the pulse of this country. Yes, you do. This is why I have you on the show, Joe. And so I want to, first off, what I was wearing. At the Emmy, they always ask, you know, what you're wearing. Right. I was wearing a George T-shirt. Okay, all right, fantastic. I had a pair of and one shorts on. Mm. I had some St. Mary's Medical Center, uh, uh, those socks with the traction on the bottom. Yes. 
Yes, I've seen those. It sounds like you are... Jimmy Choo open bag slip-ons. Very, very, very... I look good. It sounds like somebody got outfitted by Burlington Coat Factory. Or men's warehouse. One of the two. (laughs) You you take your pick. I I look good. I I ran in a lot of of, uh, do's and don'ts Mm. for fashion. Go, you know, fashion is king for me. Oh, I know. I know. This is why you're at... You have the job. What are some of your do's in fashion, Joe? Well, you know what? I, I think, you, you know, what I saw a little bit as you need to go for youthful, uh, fresh, you know, I saw a little hiding the baby bump stuff mm. going on. Oh, you man. Know? And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, some, I, I saw a little Hollywood meets Betty Boop. Didn't like uh, that at no, all. No, no, that's bad. That, that's always a bad idea, trying to Betty Boop it's things. Bad combo. Kristen Dior's kind of stole the show. I keep it simple. Ivory towing, uh, tones, ivory mm-hmm. tones. Get some your know, pointy heels. I love the plunging neck and the pinch of punk that they um, have. That um, was beautiful on Zoe D um, channel or um, something like that. Um, Joe, I, I'd like to point out, you, you said ivory colored. So, so you you like the white dresses more than the black dresses? How dare you put <laughs> words in my mouth? You said ivory, the ivory gown. I am talking about fashion here. Yeah, the ivory tones. I think it works. You know, because if you wear green, you just won't be there. Only your head will show up because it's like you know yeah. the leather thing. You know, <laughs> the green skin. Some some of your uh, some of your other don'ts that you you say to do or not to do in Hollywood fashion. Yeah, those, I mean, like, you know, I mean, uh, I love, I love when I can see a lot of boob. I mean, you know, maybe uh, 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 wardrobe malfunctions. Those are kind of hip right now. (laughs) That might be the most honest thing that's ever been said on this show. I like to see a lot of boob. Oh fucking hey Joe. That I, I would I would say that is a number one fashion trend for most men. I mean, well, come on. You know, if you go to every town, okay, you know, the girls get to go to Chippendales or, or whatever, uh, Magic Mike once a year. Mm-hmm. You, every town has four places where women are naked. Yeah. Now come on. Yeah, I mean I mean you, you just have to be careful with some of the names. You you, you try to go to a more respectful name place like in Dallas, we used to have a place called the Million Dollar Saloon or even Caligula. That was kind of cool. But you remember Reno one time had the Pink Pussycat? That's never a good name for a strip club. What about the Peppermint Hippo? Yeah, uh, the Spearmint Rhino. Spearmint yeah, Rhino. Yeah, the Peppermint Hippo. I don't get that. I don't get, hey, let's go look at some really, well, I, these, are, these are nice young ladies, and, and oh, yeah. I appreciate their, uh, but, you know, let's go to the hip, place where they have the hippo. Yeah, yeah, I've been to the the one in, in, in L.A., and it's not bad, but, but yeah, it's a stupid name. Grab the Monday Buffet. Afternoon buffet at the Spice House. Oh, you'll get yeah. a treat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. See, the men's club in Reno used to be known for their buffet. Men's club in Reno had had great food, and their dancers all had bad bo. Well, guess what? It's like it really is like a two a.m. three a.m. It is the late night go to, uh, you know, Uber Eats thing. Oh, it yeah. really is, uh, and a lot of people order their food. At you know late at night because you know there's nothing else there, but also it's it's actually uh, really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Men's club. Their their food was fantastic. So uh, 
So you've given us our, our Emmy update, and we appreciate that, Joe. You're, you're, you're the man on the scene. Um, also this week we had, and, and you and I don't talk a whole lot of politics. We'll probably end up talking some politics this year when the, you know, the sports season slow down, uh, because it is an election year and I wasn't lucky enough to have you on during the last election year. Uh, what did, did you take anything away from the Iowa caucuses? Well, number one, I mean, like I said, no, I love what people call, you know, extremism or fascism mm-hmm. to Trump. Trump is the most, I mean, the guy's not, can be not the sharpest tool in the shed, okay? And I mean, sometimes, you know, what comes out of his mouth. But he is, he's not, he's the last guy that wants, he wants people to have freedoms. He wants right. people to have freedom. He wants America to strive again and have freedoms. And, and to call it fascist and, and, and extremist. Oh, why? Because we don't accept everything i think if you read the bible you're told not to accept everything but that's just for people who care about that book but um but it's like you know uh 51 percent of the voters in iowa the heartland mm-hmm. i guess they're extremists fascists oh, because oh, I, they, they voted for for him and so i don't i think that's the uh that's the norm not well, extremism well you know when i think of fascism and I think of, of, of socialism. The first place I always go to are farmers in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, yeah, <laughs> I know, you know, you know, to help them plow the other guy's field. I think yeah. Charles Ingalls was there. <laughs> and it's like, you know, uh, <laughs> it's just like the heart, like you said, the heartland of America. And, you know, they just want, you know, the term laissez faire. Yeah. <laughs> and hands off. It's, yeah. you know, government, leave us alone. Now, of course, you got to regulate some things. You know, you don't just let, you know, like an airplane. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure somebody legit checks this thing out before I get on. You um, know, but, but other than that, let, let you know, uh, let us be free. You know, do you know that every other country in the world, you've got to have to play more you know in a minute, in a second here, oh, well, uh, it's called the state. We're the old, that's why we're the United States. Every other country in the world, the country is known as a state. Look at that. Joe Murphy dropping some fucking knowledge on us. What a dude. You know, in Nebraska, the N stands for knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> so um, if the election were to happen tomorrow, I'm not going to ask you who you're going to vote for, but if the election happens tomorrow, who do you think wins? Well, number one, you're like me, don't you? Your income and who you vote for—that's private. Yeah, uh, but but I'm 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 not asking you who you no, vote I know, for. I know that. I'm yeah. just telling some people don't realize that anymore. Like, who'd you vote for? It's none of your business, you know. Yeah. Like, so, uh, what was your question again? My question is: If the election happens tomorrow, who wins? Well, there's there's both parties. I mean, obviously, uh, Trump would be the Republican nominee, and of course the. Uh, Biden looking for a second term. He is. He, he, it seems like he's been there three terms, but it's only oh, yeah. one so far, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, who's winning, Joe? I would think. I would think Trump would probably win it. All right. Yeah. That's. I'm. I'm. I'm there as well. I mean, I look. There's still a long time to go. We still have ten and a half months until the election, and we can watch and see. By the way, the last election. I've never asked you this, Joe, and it's a serious question here. And you and I don't get very serious very often, and I, I hope that you don't get too serious. Um, do you think that the last election was on the up and up? 
you know, I, 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 I see some, you know, I, I see some discrepancies. I see some things that were, uh, whether they're credible or not, may have been stolen, but, uh, there's a lot of, you know, I believe if, if the other side won, there would be, it was stolen. Okay. I believe anybody would always tell, oh, they rigged or they get something. But, uh, but the amount of votes that he got was just kind of weird. Uh, the Biden got uh, yeah, eighty-one so million more than Barack it, it, it's Obama. It's hard to say. I mean, you, how many people are in the United States? I mean, well, then, then less than half probably vote. But it's like, but that's a lot of votes to count. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we'll move on from politics. There, we we still got sports to get to, and I have to give my 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 take on something. But before that, you know, Joe, I always come to you about etiquette. Well, I I went to finishing school. So you, yeah. you did. You you went to finishing school, and 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 I have a question here because I found this story yesterday, and I felt a moral dilemma on my part. Okay, it happened in one of your favorite spots in the world to go to, Thailand. I love Thailand. The Thai food there is great. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, seriously, like 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 my friend Tommy. You know, Tommy who's been on the show, he's going to Italy this year. And I got to tell him, he's got to check out the fucking, the Olive Gardens in Italy, because I imagine they have the freshest Italian food there. That's like my friends when we went to the national championship, they wanted to go to like Hooters or something. I'm like, let's get a little local flair, you know, like say, like, go to go to Rome and then go to a, a, a Olive Garden. Oh really? man, that'd like, be great. <laughs> or a P.F. Chang's in China. Yeah, Boy, that'd yeah, be don't, good. Don't try to, well, you know what? If you're in Wuhan, go to the PF Chang's. You're probably better off. All right, so here's my etiquette question. There was an explosion at a fireworks factory in central Thailand, and it killed 20 people. Now, th- that's the sad part. The only other, uh, we don't know if they were men, women, or ladyboys, like they like to call them. Um, the government's disaster relief agencies on part of it. People were injured. But here's my, here's my dilemma. Let's say that I'm a bystander, and I like to help people. If I saw somebody get in a car wreck, I'd probably pull over on the side of the road and try to help them. You know, I, I like to think that of myself. Right. But if a fireworks store goes up, do you automatically run to it, or do you at least watch the show for a little bit? See, that's my there, there's my dilemma. Because, I mean, if it's a, and you know it's Asian fireworks, and they have the best shit. I mean, well, and of course, you know, that building was up to code. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, the thing is, I mean, my thing is, you have to wait for it to end. Who knows when it's the like, boom, boom. I mean, maybe oh, there might be, you know, the firecracker as a kid that didn't go off. You got it close to it and it went off. Oh, yeah. Whatever. That happened to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's happened to all of us. We've gone up there and said, oh, it's a dud, and then it explodes in our hand, and we lose parts of our exactly. fingers. Exactly. So I'm waiting for the final boom in the, 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 the uh, factory thing, and I, I would probably help, but, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of George Costanza that just said, get the hell out of here. He pushes the women's children aside, you know? And uh, But I would, I would, I mean, you, you, I would help, like you. I would think I would help, but I would, I would be afraid there's going to be another boom, a dud that like is going to go. You know what I mean? Oh, I, I hear like, like you know. Here, here's the one part for me. Um, the whole show is like the finale. You, you, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, if it's a fireworks store, you, you're just going to sit back like Stinkfist says and, and, and do this right here. Led them. There we go. Hold on. The march. 
Just yeah. play the damn song for fuck's sake. I don't want to hear you talk. Let's go. Can you imagine that ringing out in Thailand as the fucking fireworks are going off? Man, get, I would. Yeah, get, I would probably have. I would borrow some clothes from John Daly, some red, white, and blue stuff, and be there. Boy, I'd be eating me my cat on a stick watching that fucking fireworks show happen. I know. Pull up a lawn chair and like, hey. But, you know, I used to think if people go to the fireworks every year, it's like it's some new thing. Let me tell you, people. If you've seen one fireworks show, you've seen them all. Well, okay? Yeah, except like, at a factory. It's not, nothing's going to change. The Titanic sank. There's not going to be a sequel. Okay? And fireworks are a bunch of things that blow up in the air. I don't get that excited over fireworks. But this one, I might have said, yeah. I watched. Yeah, see, I think this one's going to be a lot different because this is a whole factory going up. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll eventually help. But I think I'm going to enjoy the show. So uh, you, you, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you helped me with my my moral dilemma. Don't you know what? You got to look out for your personal safety. You can't and unless you're good, you can't help anybody else. Uh, my personal safety slash personal entertainment. Uh, I know. <laughs> as you're we now <laughs> we move on to the NFL. Uh, we haven't. We're not going to do our picks yet because we have a lot of stuff. Um. Jim Harbaugh has met with the Chargers. Bill Belichick has met with the Chargers and with the Falcons. Uh, we we have these these profile jobs opening, and it was announced yesterday that my beloved Dallas Cowboys, a team that I have watched since the age of well birth, have decided that I will not be playing this sound effect next year. How about them Cowboys? Because the Cowboys wow, are going to go out. That's, and, a big, that's a big move for you. Look, the Cowboys are going to go out and win 11 or 12 games next year, probably win the NFC East. And since they've decided to keep shitbag Mike McCarthy, they will go one and done in the playoffs yet again. I can't wait until I get the news that they've re-signed Dak to a new $60 million contract next year. What is wrong with the fucking Dallas Cowboys, Joe? Well, if I hear Dak Prescott like say, like, I want Otani money, I know that the show was canceled and I won't ever hear from you again. I know that. Because I deserve that Dak Prescott. You know what you, you I, I Prescott. How about a couple of Arby's coupons yeah. and we give you a shot again? And you know what? Arby's is even too good for him. That's the home <laughs> of the beef and cheddar, my friend. We and, and, and honestly. Like I, I'm I am honestly stupefied that McCarthy didn't lose his fucking job. How do you get yeah. blowed out by the lowest seed in the playoffs? It wasn't even a game. I know. It, it was it was it's like, you know, the thing that's the the thing that, you know, like we if you go back to Nebraska, they always lost you know, seven bowl games in a row at the time during the late eighties, I think nineties. And it's like, but still, you're nine and three. Yeah, you're, you you win, you win, you win. The guys that are two and 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 fifteen or two and fourteen, whatever, uh, they should be fired. But the guys, you know, the guys they they double digit wins every year, and then you gotta fire them. I mean, it, it it's like, okay, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, they're winners, but they can't win the big one. It's a really, it's kind of a weird thing, you yeah, know. But, he, but, he knows but, how to, he gets to the playoffs. 
But so you fire him? I mean, but uh, you know what I mean? See, but, but here's the thing. If you get to the playoffs, that's good enough for teams like Detroit. That's good enough for teams like Cleveland, San Diego. And I'm not trying to put down those franchises. I have a franchise that has won five Super Bowl championships. You have a franchise that has won six Super Bowl championships. That is why you play the game, is yeah. to win a championship. And I don't – look, I, I said I wanted Bill Belichick, and I already knew that that was a pie-in-the-sky dream because Jerry Jones is going to fuck this team for as long as he can. And, and he, he's doing a great job of it right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, you know, and like I said, McCarthy, how many wins do you guys have? 11? 11 or 12, something like that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe he, maybe he had the old sit down, you know, like, hey, I believe in you, but you're just, you're one step short, buddy, and I'm giving you one more shot. You gotta, you gotta get that final hurdle, um, you know. Or or it's going to be done. And, they you know, maybe he's going to light a fire under his ass. Who knows? They aren't going to do that because he has a guy at quarterback who doesn't even trust himself. On Tuesday, Dak Prescott came out and said he didn't know if he was the man for the job. I never want to have a fucking star player, especially my quarterback, come out and say, I don't know if I'm the right man for the job. Then you're not. And, you know, and Stephen A. Smith who obviously says Larry Bird is the truth, also said the Cowboys are just addicted to being let down. Oh, I, uh, look, look, it, it's not an addiction I like. I would rather be addicted to, to pills again. This is getting to be ridiculous. I got a guy. <laughs> oh, wait, no, I mean, for the, the, the stats and stuff. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but it, it, it's absolutely stupid. I mean, I, I lived through this with Romo. The year that the Patriots went undefeated, the Cowboys were 14-2. and two. The Cowboys had 11 starters in the Pro Bowl on both sides of the ball. The Cowboys were the most complete team. And what happened? They lost the first game in the playoffs to the fucking Giants who went on to beat the undefeated Patriots that year. That should have been a Cowboys victory for the love of fucking God. Yeah. You know what? You know what they say? You know what? The, because they want to make a video with Dak. Prescott and Tony Romo, Ebony and Ivory, move together in perfect order. So I think that you know, like a commercial now, there's never just like two white people married or two black people married or two Asian folks married. Now it's required by law that it has to be some type of interracial relationship, or people will get upset. Oh yeah, and I think they're just making sure that the Cowboys lose equally with. Ethnicity. Uh, Dak Prescott's new name now is Bromo. He is the Black Romo for the love of God. Now, speaking of Tony Romo, boy, CBS and people are calling him out again for his coverage last week. He fucked up. He he was not prepared. And this is just like three weeks before the Super Bowl. He'll be calling. How much more? How much more rope does CBS give Tony Romo to hang himself? Well, okay, so run, give me a rundown on. He wasn't prepared for this. What he was? What did he? Did he uh, get some? What did he get wrong? Uh, I'm he, curious. He thought a ball that had clearly hit the turf had been intercepted by the Bills and returned for a touchdown. I remember seeing that play, and he kept saying, "Oh, it's a, that's a good catch," and the replay said, "No, it, it, it it's not." It. 
it, it, it's not a good pick. It, and, and he just continued to go on like that even for the rest of the game. Jim Nance's Romo was jumping up and down when he thought the ball, Bills intercepted the pass. Romo has literally lost the ability to call these games unbiasedly because he's such a big fan of Josh Allen. Um, when And there's been criticism. So Josh Allen played. Didn't he play at UCLA? No, he didn't. Josh Allen played at Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming. That's right. Yeah, he's a cowboy. Yeah. So why is Romo such a big fan of his? I don't know, maybe because they have sex. I, I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Today's world, everybody, yeah. it's just that. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Romo. And you get, hey, Romo, stand a little closer to your razor this weekend. Tony Romo said, what a day. Martin Luther King Jr. deserves to have a day named after him. <laughs> wow. Gee, well, you know what? I'm going to start that legislation right now. Yeah, Thanks hold on. To learn more. Hold on a second. Visit realizethedream.org. What a day. Martin Luther King Jr. Deserves to have a day named after him. Wow. Uh, thanks, Tony, for letting us know that he deserves to have a day named after him. <laughs> I, because they already played 97 NBA games on that day. Right. So, so uh, anyway, so, uh, look, I am so fucking mad at the Cowboys. I'm still a Cowboys fan. Okay, I'm still going to live or die by the Cowboys. I'm just not going to be invested in them. Like I what invested. if they brought in a Johnny Gruden? How would you like that? Oh, God almighty. If they brought in Gruden, I'd be I'd be so I, I wanted either Gruden, Belichick, or I would even have taken Harbaugh. Harbaugh would have been my last pick. Uh, fuck. I, I, you know what? If Jerry Jones would have somehow gotten Nick Saban, I would have fucking enjoyed having Nick Saban as a head coach because Mike McCarthy sucks balls. And that, and that's what I said before. You know the outcome of the Dallas Green Bay game, mm-hmm. and what you know what? At this point, I would give Dak Shepard a shot <laughs> <laughs> at quarterback. Because <laughs> same result, right? Pretty I mean, much. Uh, all right. So in the coaching carousel, what do you see happening? Who's going to San Diego? Who's going to Atlanta? Is Belichick going? To, or what do you think happens? I. I was kind of, I was, uh, I was kind of, you know, caught off guard by Belichick interviewing so quickly and stuff. I thought he'd like step back. I mean, he's like a legend, you know. He he can he can walk into any office and and be like, yeah, hey, I was interested in the job, and they'd be like, oh yeah. I mean, so apparently he's still got a fire in him. Um, he's gonna want a team. He's, he's gonna want to prove himself, turn a team around, maybe like, you know, or one that's maybe somewhat go in the right direction like the mm-hmm. Falcons. Okay. You know, Chargers really need somebody like a Belichick. So, you know, put a, uh, like you said before, light a fire into their butt. So maybe the Chargers, Belichick at the Chargers. I can see that. I can see that in Harbaugh, maybe in Atlanta. Yeah, maybe Harbaugh goes down to Atlanta because he's going he's gonna to do the uh, NFL because he's got to get out of, OG, you're the head coach of the, of, the, of the Wolverines and you saw two games live. Great, yeah. you know. <laughs> And, so, and and we keep bringing up Gruden's name. Gruden was mentioned a couple weeks ago of joining the Saints staff, even though they haven't fired their head coach. Um, here, here's where I'm leery of that. The Raiders you know, hire someone real quick before you go on. Go ahead. I mean, they got the interim. Is it interim with the Raiders, or are they looking, or are they done? They got uh, head coach. I have not heard yet. If any of my Raider fans here, um, Boat Girl says, aren't the Raiders looking for a coach? 
Uh, he ain't, Gruden ain't going back to the Raiders. I'll tell you that uh, right that now. That's going to happen, right? It'll be like a horrible. Wait, can you imagine Belichick a Raider? I mean, oh, uh, Jesus, man! If Belichick went to the Raiders, boy, oh boy, Las Vegas would be happy. Man, oh man! If he could get that franchise going and that that franchise revitalized like he did the Patriots, wow, that would be something. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine it's your Super Bowl in Vegas? You go to Vegas on a regular weekend, it's out of control. Oh, this year, the, oh, look, I'm telling you, this year's Super Bowl in Vegas is going to be, I think it's going to be one of the biggest debacles in history. Honestly. Really? I, you know what? There's too much. Something might go down, like you're saying. Well, you remember they, they had the NBA All-Star game there instead of in Sacramento because of the Magoof brothers. And they had all kinds of problems with gangs and things like that. And that's why we still haven't seen a franchise in Vegas NBA style yet. They've got hockey. The A's are moving there. The Raiders are there. They're just missing basketball. Vegas knows how to deal with big weekends. But the problem is, is that Vegas will outdo, try to outdo Vegas. I wouldn't be surprised if they have a gigantic fight the Saturday night before. And you know how fight weekends are in Vegas. They're insane. So you've got a big fight and then the Super Bowl? Come on. Oh, wait a minute. Who's the fight? I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just saying I'm guessing. What, I, what day is the Super Bowl? Like, what is that like February like 15th? It moves back like every year. Uh, I, mean, I would love to check the Saturday night room rates in Vegas. Before. Sunday, February 11th. So February 10th, I'd like to book a room in Vegas February 10th. Search that, see what you can get. Probably like two grand a night. Shit, Motel 6 is probably 10 grand a night down there. <laughs> I know. I know. And they still found a hypodermic needle in the bathroom. <laughs> now, before we get to picking and talking about last week's picks in the playoffs, um, this was sent to me by Battleborn in Nebraska. I don't know if you got to see this press conference. But this was a press conference that happened uh, either yesterday or the day before. They're interviewing the head coach of the Detroit Lions, talking about their matchup with Detroit this week. I'm going to play it here. Wait, oh, you said Detroit Lions matchup with Detroit. You uh, messed up. I'm sorry, Tampa. Tampa and their matchup with oh, Tampa. Detroit. Okay, all right, all right. So Tampa is traveling to Detroit, and this was the question that was asked. Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams. Uh, today, it's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we tend to talk to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure, but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit? You do know we play indoors, right? And they got a dome. I don't um, No. Nothing planned. We're, we're indoors, and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds getting off the bus going under the thing. Can you believe that question was just asked, Joe? By a professional reporter. A professional. I would expect somebody to say, is, is a dog's mouth cleaner than a human's mouth? Would be a better question than that. I know. It's like I told you what that on 
that the ABC News show where the guy had the top four teams just about the week or so before the end of the regular season in the NCAA, and he had Florida. He kept telling him with a graphic, Florida, number four. No, it's Florida State. I mean, how do you get that wrong? I mean, you're on, you're on, you work for ABC. Like this guy, who knows who you work for? But, you know, it's not like Bud Grant and they're going to be playing the Vikings. No. <laughs> Remember uh, that field? Oh, God, yeah. And, and that's the whole thing. I mean, my God, you just asked that coach, how are you going to prepare to play in Detroit when every reporter in there is probably looking at you going, you are the dumbest fucker we have ever encountered. Detroit plays indoors, stupid, and has for the last 30 years. You know what? They should have given those credentials to Chris Payne. <laughs> oh, he would have probably asked something even dumber than that. Now, Joe, it is that time. Boy, we are, we are whittling down. We are whittling down the NFL season. Joe, are you ready? Yeah. All Real right, quick, Arnie. Yes, Joe. Real, uh, somebody, somebody's at my door. Okay. Hello. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, on air signs not working. Mm. Anyway, okay, we're back. Somebody's okay. came to the studio door. Obviously, it's an intern. Uh, they're gone. Okay, yeah, they, they don't realize that the lights mean something. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the words on. It's like when they had to change. Remember when the signs used to say "walk" on the streets, yeah. but now they have to show a person walking. Yeah, because people are because, stupid. Um, all right, uh, before we get into it, last week's picks, uh, by the way, thank you for the uh, $100 that was sent. Still waiting for the other part uh, of the football picks because I did beat Joe in the regular season in our football picks. Now, Joe, last week, we're just doing this next part now, the playoffs, for fun because you can't catch me, especially yeah. after the weekend that you had. You went. Well, I don't know. With the new math they're teaching in schools, it's possible. Well, not after you went two and four this weekend, Joe. Okay. Now, what makes it so painful for me is I went five and one. I went five and one, and my one loss was the fucking Cowboys. Joe, did you know that the Packers... Oh, I, I have to get the music out for this. The Green Bay Packers have more playoff wins at AT&T Stadium than the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I, you know, I, the thing is, like, you know, and the thing is, you know, people think, oh, you know, I went terrible. The only chance I had was to bet against you, mm -hmm. right? You know that, right? It's, you know, so I had to do that. Uh, but, but, that, but that's, you know, that's sad that the Green Bay, the frozen tundra, mm -hmm. Has more wins in Jerry World. Yeah. So yeah. Well, they need that reporter to get on the case. <laughs> no shit. Uh, well, how do you plan on getting ready for the game? Uh, all right. So well, we're gonna go down south. Hopefully, the sun won't. It won't be too hot in uh, AT and T Stadium. All right. So our first game is on Saturday afternoon on ESPN, ABC, ESPN Plus. Um, this is the divisional round of the playoffs. Our first game are the 10 and 7 Texans on the road against the 13 and 4 Ravens the Ravens are a 9 and a half point favorite at home 
Okay, I'm going to give you one thing, but I'd also I'd like to give a rim shot or something. I'm going to bring in a new segment just for the last week or two. Okay. Uh, because I've always said, you know, parlays, I think the, the, the casinos love them. Uh, it's free money almost. Um, it's, it's like a casino ticket. So I'm going to introduce Chick Picks. Playoff Chick Picks. I have selected a young lady randomly. You give me her picks again. You know, I didn't tell you even the spread. She's just picking, but it's going to be against. See how she does gambling on okay. chick picks. So right. well, I'm going to give you the chick pick, but I'll give you the link first. I am going to go. I hate the Ravens. You know, I'm betting with my heart. It's a bad move. Texas beat them. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the Baltimore franchise. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still going to take the Ravens, though, because I think the Ravens will be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Uh, but but uh, and nine and a half seems like a lot. Texans have been playing really, really good, but I still think the Ravens are better. Yeah, well, and like I said, against the spread, the chick pick is the Texans getting a nine and a half, so that's we'll write that down. Plus, I want to see how the girl does against us guys that have been watching sports our whole life. Uh, so, uh, but I'm taking, uh, are we picking winners or against the spread, Artie? Uh, we're just picking winners, straight up winners. Okay, like yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to go with an upset. What the heck? What okay. do I got to lose? Uh, all right. Swoosh says, dime dog, easy money lock, Houston wins. Ravens are always one and done like Dallas. Well, not always. They have gone to the Super Bowl before. Uh, all right. Then we have on Saturday night on Fox, 5.15 your time, 6.15 my time. I'll probably watch this game. Uh, the 9-8 and eight Packers are on the road to Santa Clara, California to take on the 12-5 and five, number one seed, San Francisco 49ers. Niners also a nine-and-a-half point favorite. At Wrangler Stadium. Oh, I mean, Le- Levi. Le- Levi. Le- it's Levi. either Lee or Levi. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, Lee Jeans, yeah. Those are classic. I'm a Sergio Valente guy myself. Um, <laughs> so the chick pick is the Niners, playing the nine and a half on that. I like just to win the game. Of course, I think the Niners are going to win the game. I can't pick against the Niners. They, they, they've been too impressive. I hate them. I'd love that. Look, nothing would make me happier than to see the Packers win this game, but I, I that ain't going to happen. That just ain't going to happen. Um, all right. The fine folks in Detroit Rock City last week. Nobody got upset when they showed Eminem on the sideline a bunch of times. But, boy, you showed Taylor Swift once or twice. It's the end of football. Um, the Lions, their fans got to finally see a playoff game in Detroit and a playoff win. And they see another game this weekend when the 9-5 and five Buccaneers, who kicked the living shit out of the Eagles... Question here, side note, Joe. Is the Eagles coach safe? You know, I don't, he's, a, he's like a McCarthy situation. You win, but you just you can't get over that hump. So I don't know. Uh, you know, because I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. I think he's a real, you know, he's a great player. Um, they were, Joe, they were 10 and 1 and finished the season 11 and 7. I know, I know. They just like, like that is the coaching you made. That something went wrong. Oh that my they just, god! Like went to sleep the second half of the season. My god! I mean, like I, I was, I was done. Look, I loved every second of it because I hate the Eagles, 
And by the way, everybody getting all cray- crying over Jason Kelsey. He's come back and walked back his retirement rumors. He's not for sure if he's retiring yet or not. Don't care. He plays center. The greatest center to ever play the game. Joe, who was it? The greatest center ever? Yeah. It's a toss-up. Oh, well, he's a cowboy, right? No, God, no. Oh, no. I remember John Hanna being on the cover of Sports Illustrated, but I think he was a guard. He was. The greatest center would have to be, oh, boy. Who played center for all those? I don't know. Oh, come on. Mike Webster. Mike Webster. Yeah, I mean, come on, Joe. A Steeler. A Steeler, nonetheless. Yeah, either him or Jim Otto for the Raiders. One of the two. One of the two. Uh, yeah, well, Mike Webster. You know, for some reason, he comes to me back to me as I'm like defense. But you're right; he was the center, and 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 I can't believe I I didn't get that because that's what I because like I said, the only time you're allowed to be a front runner is when you're a kid. That's when you pick your team. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mom used to let me stay home even though I wasn't sick. She goes, I get, I get, you know, I toasted through school. It's what I do. Anyway, so my mom would let me stay over and watch. Then there were the Reds were in the playoffs. So I became a Cincinnati Reds fan. This is before I was the groundskeeper for the Padres. But the Lakers, I Lakers were winning. And the Steelers were winning. Then, boom, I stuck with them. Except, I, you know, you, you can't be 35 and pick a new team. No, no, you can't. I, I mean, you, you stop picking new teams after 11. I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll give you all the way to 11, but once you hit that age of 12, that's your team for the rest of your life. The end. Well, I mean, you've got to put a bag on your head and cut out the eyes, or you got to, you know, try to uh, send a moving van to the coach's house, whatever. you got to go through the thick and thin. you got to be committed. Uh, Sarani is safe. Matt Patricia and the coordinators are getting replaced. How many games have you seen Eminem in the stands, and what's the amount of screen time? I imagine the screen time from the 2023 season is likely a small fraction of Taylor Swift, like 1-100th. I'm making a joke, Douglas. Uh, look, look. And don't, and, and don't fool yourself. How many people are watching, girls are watching football because Taylor Swift's up in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. guarantee it's like Tiger at a golf tournament. Yeah, the look. viewership's going way up when, when Taylor's there. And I don't have a problem. I don't think that Taylor Swift is ruining the NFL. Braddy Kidd says, would you like me to contact the Swifties to have them work on getting Dak out? Yes. I want Dak gone. I want him out of the league. I don't want him to be anywhere near the fucking Cowboys franchise ever again. Who gets sedated to get a tattoo? What kind of pussy gets put under anesthesia to get a tattoo? Oh, my God. That makes me sick to my stomach. Are you kidding me? You sissy. All right, next game up. Well, this is the game here. The 9-8 and eight Buccaneers on the road against the 12-5 and five Detroit Lions in Detroit, Rock City. Detroit is a six-and-a-half point favorite. All right, right off the bat, the chick pick is the Buccaneers plus four, uh, six-and-a-half. Okay. Uh, I like to win the game. I think the, I love the Lions. I think they keep on rolling. Now, I'm picking this game with my heart. Because I want the Lions. I like this Lions story. I mean, they're going to get thrashed by the Niners in the NFC Championship game. They're going to get destroyed. But uh, the, the, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Buccaneers squeak one out here. But I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to pick the Lions. I'm going to pick the Lions here because I, 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 I like that story. 
the great thing about the, the only the silver lining about your team not being in it, which I've become very accustomed to, both uh, professionally and the NCAA level, um, is that you just want good games. That's what you want. Unless you're betting on it, you're betting on something you want to blow out right away. You can well, rest easy. But other than that, when your team's not in, you just want good games. And I'm hoping they're all. This one hopefully be a good game. Um, but like I said, uh. uh I hope the Lions, because could you imagine the Lions, the Lions in the NFC Championship? I mean, I has that ever happened before? <laughs> <laughs> no, no shit. Um, quick off ramp before we get to the last game to pick. Um, have you been paying attention to the transfer portal? It's out of control. I mean, I, Alabama might not beat Vanderbilt next year. They might not have enough people on the team to play Vanderbilt next year. You know what the big? I mean, there is more uh, like uh, more food in Ethiopia than backup quarterbacks weaving. You know, if you're a backup quarterback at a at a, at a, at a good at a big school like Alabama, dude, you're starting at uh, at uh, well, well, Nebraska's Chuba Purdy, brother of Brock wow. Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers, their all-time season leading. He has now transferred to San Jose State. Good. Gee, I wonder if he'll start there. Yeah, most likely, and he'll suck there too, like he did for you guys. Well, um, I hope he throws a hundred picks. Um, the the big one was Casey Thompson, who transferred from Texas to Nebraska, then Nebraska to Florida Atlantic University, and now is coming back for his sixth season as the Oklahoma quarterback. Oh, I can't wait. I can't and wait. Sims. I think Sims, uh, you know, he looks like Millie Bedilly. Yeah. Uh, he's a hurricane now. Oh, I look, 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 the Longhorns have picked Alabama clean. The, we, we're getting all these players. We got a receiver from Oregon State yesterday, linebacker from Alabama. There's a tight end from Alabama that's in the portal. The Alabama's freshman sensation at safety is in the portal and is looking to maybe come to Austin. Oh, man. How are they? The, the Longhorns should be the number one ranked team going into the season. And here's another word Shadur Sanders, son of, of, of Dion, Coach Prime. And I don't know why he can't be Coach Sanders, but he is Coach Prime. Um, um, he is coming. He, he was on uh, They shot him saying, Time to be, we be, we'll be tapping Bama. We got to be tapping Bama. Like, they're going to get the guys they can. They're, they're going to be getting. And he was probably go easily by the second round, but he has decided to stay on with Pops yeah. in Colorado. And I'll tell you what, they get some, they get some talent in there, the portal. Uh, I mean, Colorado may be a force to be reckoned with because at this point, these guys are just picking up speed and talent, and we'll teach you how to play football. It's going to be, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what teams just just are just awesome because all of a sudden they just free agency in the NCAA. Well, you bring up Colorado, the Shador Sanders thing, when he announced that he was staying, I wasn't surprised. I figured he'd, he could use one more year in college football because he got beat up pretty good last year because they didn't have an offensive line. If Dion can go out and do a half-decent job recruiting and then get a bunch of guys from the portal, I think Colorado's going to be a lot better next year. Do I think they're going to challenge anybody? Probably not because the Longhorns are so goddamn loaded. It's amazing. 
I'm, I'm so even proud about Nebraska with this transfer portal. Now, one thing I want us to do, Artie, is I want us to find out, because, you know, there was, it used to be the, I'd like to transfer, okay, young man, you'll have to sit out a year, unless you're going to, like, a Division One AA or FCS school or something like that. But, but now, for this transfer portal, you, boom, you're gone. And one day, you're in English class at, uh, you know, Texas A&M, and the next day, you're in English class at, you know, Alabama. What are the requirements? What, what, why did that, how did this transfer portal happen? Could this be like, guys could just fly around. Guys have been to like five schools. I mean, what happened? What, when did this become, is it part of the NIL? Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's all part of that because they stopped, they stopped punishing players because that was the punishment to stop what's going on right now was you had to sit out a year. You could transfer from schools, but you'd lose a year and you couldn't be redshirted that year. So... You lost a year of eligibility for transferring, and well, now, now you're not doing it. They, they, they've stopped punishing them, so now these kids are like, well, and, and here's the one thing that I will say I'm okay with. If you pick a school and you want to go to a school, and this happened to the Longhorns. We lost a defensive lineman, a four-star defensive end, who was going to come to the Longhorns, but the defensive line coach left Texas and went to LSU. He got a better contract. He got more money to go LSU, maybe more responsibility. I, 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 I don't hold that. I don't begrudge that of the coach. But now a kid who wanted to play for that coach has committed to go to this school, and now his coach that's not there isn't going to be there, and now he's decommitted from Texas and has recommitted to LSU. Yeah, I well, I, you know, if the coach that recruited you left, I don't blame you. You should be able to leave, no yeah. problem. But I, I, it was good. nobody planned. You know, the NFL was a league. Apparently, okay, we'll do this. We'll combine the AFL, NFL. We'll have a playoff. Nobody back in 1895 when the Nebraska Bug Eaters were playing the Kansas, you know, uh, dust storms or whatever, imagined what it would grow to become. You know, it's become because the first thing we need a championship, we need a playoff. Well, there's so many schools they'd be playing all year in the playoffs if we, you know, did that. And now, uh, you know, and it used to be, you know, you, you know, Nick Saban said that, like I said, at the dinner table with grandma and mom, and you're a student athlete, and we're going to take care of your son. Uh, he's going to get an education, so you know, we have something. To, you know, that's our first goal. Now, now it's just minor leagues for the NFL. Pretty much. That, that's exactly what it is. One more quick question about college. Gut reaction here. Um, how do you think that the coach from the University of Washington who left Washington after taking them to a national title game this year, how do you think he's going to do in Alabama? Well, he better be Gene Hackman and Hoosers if he wants his job because, oh, my gosh, can you imagine? And everybody weaving, like you're saying, like, I mean, uh, he's got each man. I mean, it, 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 that's a pressure job. Be, imagine if he even goes 500. He goes like seven and seven, like it's a bowl game, so he, you know, or something. And, 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 or, you know, I mean, they'll, they'll lynch him. That's Alabama. Well, I, I'm going to tell you uh... – I, I think that he's what we call a rebound coach. When you have that coach that's so fantastic that everybody loves, when he, when that coach leaves, you know that next guy isn't going to be that great. The Longhorns had that with Fred Akers. Um, and, and then they had it again with Charlie Strong after Mac Brown left. You guys, after the, the genius Tom Osborne left, you had a good coach, but 
the the fan base didn't adhere to him, and I think Nebraska fucked up bigger than anybody. They really did, because I'll tell you what, Frank Solich, although a winner, because what happened, Bob DeBanny turns it around, and he hands the ball off to a guy that's been there 20, 15, 20 years, he stays another 20 years, Tom Osborne. Tom Osborne hands off to Frank Solich, who was a fullback, 150-pound fullback in Nebraska, he'd been, a, been an assistant coach forever, keeping to the family, hand off to him. He's winning, he's winning nine games a season, 10 games a season, but in one day he goes like six and six, he snapped like 15 records, consecutive bowl games or something, consecutive ranked in the top 25, consecutive, and Nebraska fans went nuts, get him out of here, and now, and we had a guy like Bill Callahan, the Texas Tech, puts up like 80 points on us, yeah, good job, Blacksters, and, uh, you know, and it's like, oh my God, we were so dumb, we were so dumb, we should have even just kept Solich even. I, I, I hear you, um, yeah, I, I I don't have a lot of hope, and I feel bad for my friends that are uh, uh, not Nebraska, Alabama fans. I I think they're going to have a bad season next year. Yeah, that's just yeah, the, also, you know Scott Frost is. I think he's it, 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 it might be a head coaching job somewhere. God, God, speed. Yeah. I love you for hiring that kid. Uh, all right, last game of the NFL here. Um, we have to get to it. Uh, the final game of Sunday at 5.30 uh, Eastern time, so 2.30 your time, 3, 4.30 my time. The 11-6 and six, six Chiefs are on the road against the 11-6 and six Bills. The Bills are a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Yeah, and of course, anytime you turn on the TV, oh, turn on that NFL game. Uh, uh, it'll always be a Bills Chiefs game. I think they played like eight times in the last, <laughs> you know, year. All Bills right. and the Chiefs. So, who do you, what do you like in this game, Joe? Well, I sent a dad gift to Tony Romo. Oh, no, he won't be doing this game, maybe. Oh, no, he's on CBS. Oh, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll be doing this Jim game. Jim Nance, the greatest job ever. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know what? I'm taking the Bills. It's over for the Chiefs. I'm sorry, kids. I'm going with the home squad. The chick pick is also the Bills uh, minus two and a half. Um, but I'm hoping to win the game. I, I, I'm going, you know, uh, you know, I was on the Bills Mafia for a long time. You know, I, I believed them in the last year or so. And that's why I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game outright. God damn it! Okay, the Lamar Hunt family. Yes, yeah, you said Hunt, right? Um, yeah. Uh, last story here, Joe. Um, it, this is kind of funny. The headline reads: Doctor reveals a clever eight-dollar trick that will make your cold sores vanish quicker. I have an even easier one. Don't fuck people with herpes. You know, if you see something weird on uh, genitalia, uh, whatever genitalia you prefer, just back away. Yeah. I mean, I think, that, you know, the only reason people are getting together is alcohol. That's why I told us that. That's how ugly, that's how ugly people hook up, alcohol. Yeah, yeah if, so, if, you, if you see a girl or a guy in a bar and they got a big old whopping cold sore, I would say stay away for a day or two. And if you're on Jerry Springer and you've been dating for a year, but you didn't reach around front and check the plumbing, yeah. I'm glad that you yeah. got uh, whatever they call it. Bamboozled, if you will. Joe, you got yeah. anything else for me, my friend? Uh, yeah, real quick, I want your, your, your uh, thing on this, uh, your thoughts. 
you know, they're having a self-checkout backlash. Going on, people are pissed. What's with this self-checkout? I got to do it on my own? Like, okay, then go somewhere else. I don't, I don't understand. Like, you know, the criminals love it, by the way self-checkout. Oh, God, you know? yes. Oh, it's fantastic, because you get one of these old people at Walmart that ain't paying attention, and man, oh, man, you can make off like a bandit. Nobody at Walmart is paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed the, the Walking Dead there, okay? So, yeah, I mean, the, the, the people are upset that they're so, oh, God, I gotta read it. Well, then, I, did you ever yell at the checker? Did you, did, did that? Well, then, you're, no, you're screwed because I think you obviously did a better job. I just don't get how lazy people get with, like, oh, my God, you're not gonna check out, you know, because I use the break room at Walmart because I told them if I have to check out, I'm gonna but but you know, I just think that's just a weird thing. Are you what is your feeling on the self-checkout? Do you use it or not? Oh yeah, we use the self-checkout all the time. And I, I end up getting free stuff all the time because you know, like <laughs> like I said, they're not paying attention. And sometimes I accidentally and, and honestly I accidentally forget to ring something through. Uh and then I get outside and I see it and I just start laughing because you know that's just me. Um, the only rule I have, and, and, and my wife, Ratty Kid, she works at a grocery store, and she knows how to do this. The <laughs> only thing that I stay away from in self-checkout is produce. I, I don't have time to weigh my onion and then scan in what kind of fucking onion it is. What if the little sticker came off of it? You yeah. don't know what it is. Yeah, I, I, I stay away. That, that's my thing. It's like kids ordering at a drive through I hate when I hear the little kid order a poop sandwich at the drive-thru in front of me. Uh, yeah. and, and, and people, yeah. when they got all kinds of bananas and green peppers and, and, you know, they got plantains or they pick plantains instead of bananas and they're like, why are these so much? It's because they're plantains, you fucking idiot. That's why. I know. And I don't even know what you use a plantain for. I just know it's an ugly banana. Yeah. It looks like and, it, and, it looks like it's yeah, dirty. Yeah, that's crazy to me. And, but here's the thing. I'm going to teach everybody. Listen up, people. Put your ear to your radio. Here's the scam they do. Okay? They put a Kool-Aid packet underneath their product, and it scans the Kool-Aid barcode. I like it. I like it. That that oh, I like that a lot. Inside information. I only work with the top. Oh, Joe, Joe, I love you, buddy, and we will have you back next week, my friend. Thank you so much. I have fun all uh, every week. Thank all you. All right, pal. Joe Murphy, everybody. Now, real quick, real quick. Oh, oh, you know what? By the way, I have not done this yet. It's t-shirt time. We got t-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. No, no, you, you ain't looking at my T-shirt. No, 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 no. We ain't looking at my T-shirt. Nope. My new hat came in the mail today. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see the look on people's face when I wear it. Oh, Jesse, Jamie, Rhino at 4T5Printing.com. I now have a yellow hat in my collection. Thank God. I like to wear yellow shirts, and I don't have a yellow hat, so now I got a yellow hat and to go with my yellow shirts. 4T5Printing.com. If you don't get your shirts there, this could happen to you. Nice shirt, queer. Oh! Now, we're going to take a musical break here in just a second. I have to give you an announcement. We're going to end the show probably five, ten minutes early today because... I get to pick up Roscoe today. I'm being left in charge of Roscoe for an hour. Now... No telling the years of damage I could do to him in that hour. But I'm going to pick up Roscoe. He's at the babysitter's. 
And uh, I get to give Roscoe his first ever Whataburger today. I'm so excited about this. Yesterday, I put up a picture of uh, Roscoe enjoying his favorite Italian food, macaroni and cheese. And he was going at it like a champ. So uh, so I'm picking up Roscoe today. I got to pick him up at right about noon. So I got to try to get out of here a little early, get over to the babysitter, pick him up, and then go to Waterburg. Now, yesterday, I'm glad this self-checkout thing came up because it reminded me of a story. Yesterday, bratty kid had a chance. She had a chance at immortality yesterday. And immortality, I mean, she would have been on Grandma Edna level. So we went out yesterday, had to run some errands. We did go to an Italian uh, or uh, Olive Garden. Delicious. Um, the captain of the Titanic was only in charge of the Titanic for about an hour. I'm just saying. Uh, exactly. I got him for an hour. So we, we had to go to Walmart and buy some stuff, right? So we're zipping around Walmart, and Roscoe's with us. And Roscoe, he's growing, he's teething. He, he can be a little pain in the ass sometimes. Uh, I play the Baby Dinosaur song for him. By the way, I am a baby whisperer. If you don't know what the Baby Dinosaur, hold on a second here. Let, let, let me do this for you. This will shut him up. I will have this playing uh, in the car today. Uh Maybe, what, what happened to the damn Baby Dinosaur song? Hold on a second here. Baby, Baby Dinosaur. I don't have it here? That's craziness. That's insane. Hold on a second here. Hold on. Let, let, let me grab this thing here. Uh, search. B-A-B-Y. No, that's Baby Shark. Baby. Okay, now I got to go into my library. Songs. There we go. B-A-B-Y. There it is. This is Roscoe's favorite song. Oh. Was a yodeler on a mountain top high when along came a kookaburra interrupting his Already? cry. Oli ya, oli ya kapi, Loves that song. So I am the baby whisperer. But yesterday, getting back to the Walmart incident. Braddy had, Braddy kid had a chance at immortality. He was, he was being a little fussy. It was being a little pain in the ass. So she went by the toy aisle, as any good grandmother would do, and grabbed him a Hot Wheel car. And he was, he, he was holding this Hot Wheel car in the box, and then she took it out of the box. And Roscoe's playing with the Hot Wheel car, and he's dropping it, and I'm picking it up, even though I got a bad back. Dropping it, I'm picking it up with my bad back. Braddy Kid had a chance. To not pay for the Hot Wheel car. To pull an Edna. And, and, and Roscoe's not even two yet. She could have pulled an Edna. But did she? 
No. No, she she paid for it. The goodness of her, she paid for it. Now, Mr. Arnie would not have paid for that. Mr. Arnie would have got his Edna Stripes early on. That song needs a Mount Rushmore song. How will Roscoe ever learn what a wet-ass pussy is unless you play him some Nicki Minaj? That, you know, I know that Nicki Minaj and, and Cardi B look alike, but they aren't the same person. Well, we have a new uh, listen by my Roscoe-age son. Came uh, running when he heard Baby Dinosaur. Oh, Baby Dinosaur. Baby Dinosaur is a great song. I mean, hold on a second here. You know what? Uh, where's that? There it is. There we go. So I'll fast forward a little bit in the, in the song where, where, where all the, it's, it adds on. It's one of those songs that adds on. There you go. So Roscoe will be entertained today, uh, and we will be back after these songs. Boy, there's a segue.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, so if you haven't been to my website, the new and improved website, thanks to Hockey Player, you got to check it out today. Today's video of the day is the last scene from the movie Eight Mile. And it's when Eminem is in his wife beater and he's fucking just ripping apart the dude in a rap battle. And then he turns to the crowd and he does his rap, his his with his, uh, his big song, you know, if he had one shot. But instead of the Eminem song, he is doing this. I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. Call JG. There's the crowd. 877-CASH-NOW. Settlement and I need cash now. Call JG Wentworth That's just too much. So thank you, uh, hockey player, for putting that up. That is fantastic. Huh. All right, last segment of the show. Like we said, we're going to end just a little bit early so I can get Roscoe and then we go get his first ever Whataburger, which I'm very excited about. Um, but before we do that, I have a story that will just. I have three stories right now that are going to completely blow your mind. Uh, my morning route was absolute madness, so I wasn't able to say anything about the letter writer. Glad he appears to be finally taking responsibility for his actions. Of course, it would be have been better dealt with issues years ago before hurting a good woman, wasting her most valuable possessions, her time, her youth. Just how Arnie has to fight his demons one day at a time, so do you, letter writer. Don't you dare drag any more innocent people down with you ever again. As family, I also want to point out uh, that he didn't use the molestation as an excuse, nor did he ask us to feel sorry for him. I am the one that asked, suggested he finds the cause uh, of his digressions. Then he responded with the molestation as a root problem. To be honest, I'm grateful for the cheating to be the worst of his crimes, which is not actually a legal crime. It would have been much worse. But letter writer, I'll keep you in my prayers. Get right with God. Deal with your problems and sin no more. Jalapeno. Uh, all right. So uh, our first story. Uh, our first story is. Surprise! Surprise! Now y- y'all remember Danny Masterson, right? He was Hyde on that '70s show, curly-headed fuck. Well, you remember a few months ago, uh, he was convicted of well, rape. Not good. Probably one of the, the the top three crimes out there. Was sentenced to thirty years in prison. Well, wouldn't you know that his wife, Bijou Phillips, dumbest name ever, Phillips. Bijou Phillips has left the Church of Scientology. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Shocking. After the church expelled Danny Masterson for being convicted of rape. Shocking. Boy, let me just tell you, that right there... Whoever Scientology believes in, man, that, that's a ringing endorsement that the church won't even stand behind you. So Bijou Phillips, who who shockingly, who Shocking. filed for divorce after he was convicted, and a lot of people said all oh, that was to protect assets and this and things like that. I also think that she did not want to stay married to a rapist, but that's just me. And now has left the Church of Scientology. By the way, they're getting their own channel on DirecTV. I look. I know there's plenty of religious channels and stuff like that. I saw. I saw an ad 
and it was David McTavish, the little midget that he is. I'm sorry, little person, dwarf, half a human, whatever, whatever you want to call him. Troll, leprechaun, itty-bitty. And he's talking about how great the Church of Scientology is. And, oh, welcome to the channel. I, I don't know what kind of TV shows they're going to have, but I, I ain't watching none of that. That's brainwashed TV right there. But Bijou Phillips, no longer a practicing member of the Church of Scientology in our first, first of three truly shocking stories. Uh, good to hear when anyone's able to find their way out of evil cult-like Scientology. Oh, come on. Come on. They're, they, they, they're a fine, fine order. They're a real religion. They only sued the IRS. They only sued the IRS to get a religious exemption. That's all. Think they have reruns of Hee Haw? Boy, if they have, if they have reruns of Hee Haw, I might be watching. Because I'm a-picking and he's a-grinning. In our next shocking story, supermodel Beverly Johnson, who appeared and was the first black model to ever be on the cover of American Vogue magazine. So she's a supermodel back when supermodels were really, really fucking skinny and gross. By the way, they're still skinny and gross, but now at least they have boob jobs. On the 50th anniversary of her cover, the first black model has told the world. Hold on a second. I have to get all these things ready. I, I didn't realize this drop was needed in here. Um, that she used. Cocaine to actually stay thin. Golly. I know, right? Who would have ever thought cocaine would keep you thin? She said she used cocaine cocaine to stay thin and ate just a bowl of rice and two eggs a week. Who knew that the booger sugar or the devil's dandruff was such an appetite to suppress it? Oh, that's right. Everybody! Really, you use cocaine? Really, in, in the 70s and early 80s, you use cocaine to stay thin? Once again, shocking. Who are the reporters that get these? Oh, I want to admit that I use cocaine. No shit. You're, you're in the fashion industry, you're real thin, and you got invited to all the cool parties, and you use cocaine? I mean... Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It really is. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Wait a second here before. Woman who had seven boob job warns she has extreme plastic surgery regret. Let's see what this broad has to say. I was always very, like, flat-chested, and um, I got made fun of and stuff because of it. Mm -hmm. um, growing up, when I turned 18, I was with someone that liked humongous boobs. No, there you go. Get the boobs for somebody else. That a girl. Uh, same reporter that asked how to prepare the weather in Detroit. Yeah. 
All right, so Beverly Johnson admits, a, I guess this is an industry secret in the modeling world, that you use. Shh. See what you do to stay thin? Don't tell anybody. Shh, come here. Get closer. The first thing you do is get addicted to cocaine. And that'll keep you thin because it keeps you wired and keeps you moving. <sighs> now, in our last head-turning, this one's not really shocking. It's more riveting than anything. It, 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 it's sad, and, and it's so sad that, that <sighs> I think you have to play this. One of the stars of a Thousand Pound Sisters, Tammy Slatton, or Slayton, I don't know what it's pronounced. I don't watch that show. Reveals that she has sworn off men. That's right. She is no longer a heterosexual. I know, I know. Stop it. Please stop. We want her to be happy. You suck. Tammy Slatton says, I'm like a lesbian following the death of husband Caleb Willingham three years after coming out as pansexual. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I when I see the ads for this show, my thousand pound like look, I, I I got a problem. I got a big problem here. My big problem is they're fat asses. Okay, I'm fat, and, and but I didn't even let that happen. These these people are a thousand fucking pounds. And when you think about her, and possibly somebody trying to go rug munch her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they make a Subaru that can fit her? <laughs> Tammy took to TikTok to reveal that she was no longer messing with guys and now considers herself, oh, boy, there's a picture of her in a strapless dress. Yeah, baby. Oh, man. Is this the gal with the fucked up forehead? Everybody. I'm actually, well, I was saying I was being sexual, but I kind of stopped messing with God. I'm going to tell you right now, I bet you she fucks a fried chicken before she ever has a man again. <laughs> she's pansexual. She means she, she's going to do it with fucking, she's going to go out and get a pot roast, and she's going to sit on the crock pot and fuck the pot roast. Her chin looks like testicular cancer. If only Subaru has a Freightliner brand. The brothers ain't going to be too happy about that. There's a female professional soccer player for her. Oh, somewhere. Good Lord. It's been two months since I got married in the season premiere. I'm really happy with Caleb. He's the best thing that possibly ever happened to me. They won't let us sleep in the same bed for safety reasons. <laughs> sorry. You know, I'm not sorry. When you let yourself go like this, and everybody can say, oh, they have underlying issues. They have No shit. No shit. They got all kind of issues that they got up to a 1,000 fucking pounds. Look, I like to eat and I like food. But, but 
the idea of being this, that, no. Mm-mm. There's no vanity in that. But, but fellas, fellas, do not try to slide into her DMs because I'm sure it's pulled with bacon. One of my favorite things to do is make fun of really fat people. And it, because it upsets, it, it, it will upset people because they'll go, well, he's fat. He shouldn't be making fun of fat people. I should be the only person making fun of fat people because I'm fat. If we live by the stereotypes of black people can only use the N-word, then only fat people can make fun of fat people. Mm, there's a lovely holiday picture of the two lovebirds together, breathing tubes and all. To slide into her DMs, you got to throw some flower and aim for the wet spot. Oh, you better be covered in gravy. All right, enough picking on the fat broad now. Oh, I remember we used to get so many mails. How could Arnie make fun of fat people? Because I'm fat, that's how. And by the way, make fun of me for being fat. I don't care. If, if, if that's your go-to for me, that's some low-hanging fruit. And, yes, I know I'm picking the low-hanging fruit with these two, but they're on a show called My Thousand-Pound Sister. They weigh a 1,000 pounds. All right. Now, Mage, I warned you. I warned you about this story. I got to tell you what, man. Something's going on over on the Pacific Rim. A plane, God damn it, don't do that. Uh, a plane operated by Japan's all Nippon Airways. No, no. Come on. They, they, that sound doesn't go when you check in. Like when you swipe your boarding pass, you don't all of a sudden hear, Ah, Honorable Smithson, welcome aboard. A spokesperson for Nippon Airways. No, come on. Can we, can, can we continue, please? A spokesperson for the airline said... Ancient Chinese no. secret, huh? No, they did not say that because they're Japanese, for the love of God. Can I please get through this? A 55-year-old heavily drunk man bit the arm of a flight attendant. I want to be ninja. Fight, fight, fight. The man denied the biting uh, of the flight attendant, 
Police say he claimed he did not remember what happened because he had consumed a sleeping pill along with the alcohol. Now, can you imagine getting on board and you hear that ding, the flight attendant's announcement? I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. The incident is the second involving a flight in Japan last week and continues a string of recent mishaps involving passenger planes in the country of Japan. From Time Life Music comes a -a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say in his Chinaman way, ding-a-ling-a-ching-a-chong-a-ching-a-chong-choo. Now, uh, the, the flight attendants union and everybody has dispelled a rumor that now when you try to board this airline, you'll hear... Slides off limits to ching-chongs. See, everybody's got to be able to deplane. So there you go. I told you. I told you I was going to shit all over the fucking Asian airliner there. A dude bit a fucking airline attendant. He bit her. Ah, me no remember. Me sleeping. Me take sleeping pill. Take root of kangaroo. Uh, make me go sleep. Oh, God. Well, let's see. Hold on a second. Uh, oh, I put it on Tijuana. T-H-T-I. Tijuana spelled T-I, right? Oh, there we go. Oh, there it is. Okay. Good. Wait a second here. I want. I need this story. Don't put a firewall up. I need this story. Damn it. Damn it to hell. If you venture down... To Mexico way. The happiest place on earth. Tijuana. Not true. Not true at all. The cartel members down in Mexico have some wonderfully strange and uh, interesting pets. In a recent uh, trip down there, a reporter spotted lions, tigers, and... Even better, this is the best one. A monkey in a bulletproof vest. The happiest place on earth. Tijuana. How bad has Mexico gotten that monkeys are now wearing bulletproof vests? Well, you know that monkey's got all kind of diseases. And he's looking out for himself. He's like, no, these cartels ain't going to shoot me before I give them the fucking bubonic plague. So there you go. So if you're ever down in Mexico, don't be surprised when you see a monkey with a bulletproof vest. Not entirely wrong per se, but you are comparing Jim Jones, Heaven's Gate, and Scientology to real religion. I can only attribute such a statement to past trauma and hatred. Sorry, Alicia. Uh, I think she was joking. Triple mom of five, good morning to you. I've I've seen you here all day. Damn, damn, damn. 
They even had a funeral for one. Armed Monkeys is bananas. And that is going to do it for the show today, Ass Family. Thank you. There you go, B. Coop. For being here. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Tomorrow is Friday. Friday already. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's already here. So, until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So, until tomorrow, as family, have an outstanding day. And adios, everybody. Uh Summer tan, pretty little perfect mess With a story that could only be anybody's guess And I was thinking that I probably didn't stand a chance But I rolled up my sleeves, walked up and I said Yeah, no, I don't know you, but I kind of like a shot She said, I saw you coming over, I already thought it over and okay Start. I said it's better than nothing I ain't no hurry but I'm ready when you are She said where do you think all this is going I said there ain't no way of knowing I guess I hadn't thought it through that far But I got a car So we let the wheels turn and the windows down We let ourselves go all the way through town She never said stop and I never asked her why We drove into the night when out of nowhere She said I'd give anything to never go back there And I kind of wish this day would never end She said I could use a change but I don't even know where Well, I got a car, she said, there's something At least it's a start, I said, it's better than nothing I ain't in no hurry, but I'm ready when you are She said, where do you think all this is going? I said, there ain't no way of knowing I really hadn't thought it through that far But I got a car We got lost in the miles Lost track of the days Till we finally found a stopping place When the doctor said You know what's on the way And we found ourselves In a little white house One Sunday morning rain pouring down She said I think it's time but all the lines are out And her eyes teared up As she said What are we gonna do now? And I said Well I got a car She said there's something You think it'll start I said it's already running Got your things in the back And I'm ready when you are 
gods in Texas. The Almighty Yourself, Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.